And next thing you know, this dude's he's chewing on my hand. <laughs> as, as one does. Yeah, and we're down on the ground. And your mom out of nowhere comes over and kicks him right in the face. How do you feel about it doing that with a mask on? Because it's kind of trippy that you can't see your mouth. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can assure you I'm talking. And also, before this podcast starts, and by the way, this could be possibly the best episode of Impulsive we've ever had because this will be the most impulsive episode we've ever had. You have three <laughs> Paul brothers, yep. Pauls, Paul boys on set today. You got Jake Paul, LP, my father, Greg, our father, Greg Paul, and then Mac, hey. who has been my best friend since I was five, six years old. So you, you're basically True. one of us, dude. Like, um, yes. But the mask thing, just addressing it. Maverick face masks. Not just Maverick face masks. MaverickClothing.com face masks. These are brand new. We're giving them out for free tomorrow. So on Friday, we'll be dropping these uh, because I think the CDC is going to demand that everyone in Los Angeles anyways wear masks. I think wow. you'll be fine if you do not. Wow. So we're going to be giving these out for free. We figured it'd be a good way to, A, get like a fresh relaunch of the brand. Because as you can see, zoom in here, Andre, the designs are different. It's newer. It's cooler. It's updated. It's sleek. I love this thing. And uh, most importantly, it could hopefully save lives. It's good for you, too. Incredible. So MaverickClothing.com. We even changed our site, dude. It used to be MaverickByLoganPaul.com. MaverickClothing.com. And I'm going to dive into more on like the rebrand and... The full first campaign that we do, but we figured this was a good way during this pandemic to to start off and get a good kickstart. But here we are on Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. Thank you guys Woo. for liking, viewing, watching, subscribing, all this shit. During, Let's go. During this pandemic, we- Let's uh, go. Let's do this, baby. Yeah, we, we, try, hey. we try our best to keep the people entertained, and uh, GP, hopefully you can help us do that today. I feel like it won't be hard for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, just let me know when we're on. Well, so we're on. Oh, yeah, cool. we've been right. going. Yeah. Oh, we have. <laughs> <laughs> just for a little while. Who do you, like, you think I was talking to, man? I, you know, I, I never know what's really going on. So I'm, so, so I'm like slightly um, concerned about that because you've never been on a podcast, correct? Never, never. Ever. No. So it's like wearing headphones even like weird for you? I, yeah, I know. I never listen to music. Wear headphones, earphones, nothing. You, ne you never. He I, just I, chops oh, wood in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this yesterday. I want to dive into that later. Totally. Because like growing up, yeah. I, your Mac was like, "I'm so glad my dad listened to Bohemian Rhapsody type music growing up, like Queen and like the classics." I'm like, "Yeah, my dad never listened to anything ever." No, I am <laughs> yeah, not that was that was weird actually. Yeah, I drove home 2,200 miles on my motorcycle from Washington to Cleveland over three days. No music, no headphones. Just shit going out of my head. It's weird. No, no, no. It's weird because what? that has trickled down to me. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I'll be in the car and it'll be silent for thirty minutes, and my friends will be like, "Yo, like, wh like, why aren't you playing music?" And I won't even realize yep. that yeah. there's no music playing. Yep. Same. There's I know. I got, going I, know I got enough going on up here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I'm I'm glad you're able to join us. Typically, you're uh, on my ranch that I just bought, my million and one dollar property, and I still have yet to do the tour on my vlog channel. Yeah. And you're posted up in the mountains. Soaring at 5,000 feet just by yourself up there. Well, sometimes I'm by myself. Oh, oh. oh. Maybe you were right, what you said about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just you're a ladies' man, you know? No, I got it from you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. But That's you are, crazy. You are definitely <laughs> the most Ohio, salt of the earth, man's man, raw as dude we've ever had on this podcast. And I think people... Yeah only know a certain side of you that obviously like we choose to show on the internet and it's like the the things that people choose to focus on but hopefully we can help humanize you and form the full 360 degree human that is greg paul yeah i would say you're the most controversial like paul youtube dad <laughs> oh, that yeah. there has ever been yeah yeah 
I would agree with you on that whole thing with the YouTube. Yeah, because there's not a lot of dads out there doing it or moms. But yeah, I mean, who's who's doing it besides you? <laughs> we got we got the Nelk Boys dad. What's his name? Yeah. Ooh, let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah. Yo, yo, they need to fight. Yeah, we're gonna, there's we're, beef. We're gonna have an uh, undercard. Pat, Pat. Yeah, Pat. Yeah. Uh, MTV, Pat. MTV Pat. MTV Pat. Yeah. Pat versus Greg Paul. Bro, I you you heard it here first. <laughs> I'm game. Yo, let's do it. You think he would beat his ass? I don't know nothing about him. It doesn't matter. He's but just got that old man strength. I don't want to. I, I no boxing. I want MMA. Or if it's, we're gonna box, we're gonna wear like MMA gloves. Right. And just fucking fight. Right. So, so we've actually we've actually talked to uh, the Nelk boys, yeah. and they are legitimate about setting this up as well. And their their dad, it's Jesse's dad, Pat, yeah. who who's down to do it. I think it'd be good. I think it would yeah. be huge. Um. So, yeah. But I think both of you have more clout than a Nissan Gib. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, you're you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And a Nissan Gib, I'd beat his ass with no problem. <laughs> Do you think? Hey, I hey, think anyone. I mean, anyone, I mean, for, uh, yeah. <laughs> Put me in the ring. I'll, I'll do it. You think you could be Anderson Gibbs? Yeah. I right, so check it. Uh, you know the dynamic of the podcast. Hold on, I got to ask something. What? Did Riley read? Was this hers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. She had that all the way down what? her esophagus. Was it this one? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, nice. I, I wouldn't nice. get too close to it. No, or no. You can put on these masks. They're free. Here, hold on. <laughs> I, I have an idea. <laughs> There we go. Nice. They're good, they're good for Corona and preventing. Deep, That's actually deep a great idea. Yeah, that covered. is actually a great idea. Yeah, there's probably a lot of germs on yeah. this. So the dynamic <laughs> of, the, of this podcast is a little different, and you guys may have noticed this because um, we are missing someone, and uh, it's Mike. Mike is not to my left. That's Jake. And uh, on the last podcast, it, it, I texted Mike this. I said it's unbelievable that you are just as polarizing when you're not on the podcast. As when you are on the podcast, bro, half the mm-hmm. people are like, yo, this shit's slow. We need Mike's energy. Half the people are like, yeah, fuck Mike. We're glad he's gone. And it's the same shit when he's on. So like, put quite simply, what the fuck do you people want? What make do you up, want? Make up I, your I, mind. Make up your minds, I, people. I'm trying to satisfy you the best I can, but I'm, I'm just confused. I have, I have the answer. You need a female. We're working on it. Yeah, you need a female in here. We're working on it. Yeah, that's, that's But um, the reason I bring this up is because Mike wanted me to say a message from him that he sent me this morning. Mike has a message. Uh, for all the impulsive fans that I'm going to read now. <clears throat> Hello, impulsive viewers. I write this note to you from the confines of my new quarantine in Beverly Hills. It pains me to miss these episodes after all that we've been through. From my initial panic attacks to episode from episode 1 to 170, where my head is so big you can barely see the impulsive sign anymore. I never thought a day would come where I'd be watching the show from afar. To my fans, I'm sorry I can't be there for you. I've received your kind words and they have kept me going. I will return triumphantly. To those who aren't big fans of mine, Different strokes for different folks. I'm not mad at you, but just know that you are the Carol Baskins of the comment section. In the words of the great Henry Ford, when everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. I thought Logan would like that one. Well, guys, I hope to fly with you all again soon. Be well. P.S. I just want to remind everyone that I used to do drugs and also that I'm dating Lana Rhodes. It must be said. <laughs> that was well, good. Now that we're on like Lana that. Rhodes, let's talk about birthday gifts because the birthday gift that, <laughs> that, that that you gave him was far better than that fucked up piece of shrimp that he gave you. Piece of shrimp. That was truly the dumbest fucking birthday gift I've ever seen anybody. But give anybody. but the intent was good because it was technically a a branch of my favorite animal, the mantis shrimp. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm going to give you a fucking scrawny ass little dog and I'm going to say, hey, it's a branch of Kong. I'm going to give you an Audi and Audi makes Lamborghini. So it's like, look, guys, it's technically hey, connected. I'm on the same page. I just like, I don't know. But here's the thing. 
I bet you. <laughs> I bet you that shrimp would grow up really good. <laughs> GP, you've been on the mountain too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Need squirrels and stuff? Um, no, no. I'm, I'm going Chef Kitty leftovers, man. Oh, okay. Those are the best. So here we are. I don't even know where to start with this. You yeah. have raised two uh, very successful, yet very controversial. Ex-controversial. True. Yeah, we're Ex-controversial. No longer, we're no longer controversial. But yeah. now notorious young men. Notorious B.I.G. That's, that's You did not raise smalls. the notorious B.I.G., unfortunately. <laughs> but. Uh, and, I, and I just want to pick your brain a little bit about, um, I mean, like, what's really good with you? <laughs> we want to know. That's a broad question. Yeah, How can you narrow that one down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah, I need more. Did you Did you beat my ass when I was young? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Because oh. I have vivid memories of being thrown down the stairs. That was from your mom. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that a couple of times. And also, I've been thrown through a wall. Wait, which wall? In my room. <laughs> that was also from your mom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, what we did do on this step, so I don't know if you guys remember, would you'd each grab onto one of my legs and I'd walk up the steps with you. No, I know, I remember leg. that. We do we we did all sorts yeah. of stuff on the stairs. Yeah. And no, we, but no, I didn't, didn't really beat your ass. You were you were pretty good for the most part. Jake, but you guys both really were great kids. You listen for the most part. Every now and then I raise my voice. Okay, so what went wrong with Jake, though? <laughs> raise his voice. Does ra- raising his voice look like this? <laughs> Bro, because I, I have vivid memory of me just... I don't know, Dad. I thought you... I thought I was about to fuck you up, but then I was like, damn, I'm seven. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, you thought that from like... I mean, you started walking at seven and a half months old. Yeah. And I remember you're, you're probably one and a half or two. And you're walking around his coffee table. And I said, Logan, I just cleaned the coffee table. Don't touch it. Keep your hands off it. It was a glass top. And he literally looks right at me, looks me right in the eye. And he goes like this. <laughs> and he has his finger half an inch from the table. <laughs> and he looks, he looks right at me. And he starts walking around the table <laughs> with his finger going like this. And about halfway around, he stops and looks at me. <laughs> And I'm like, you little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. And, just a fuck ass. And I go, if you touch that table, you're in trouble. And he just grinned and kept walking. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, he's, like, he's like, oh, fuck, we got a rotten yeah. one. <laughs> How are we going to fix this kid? Yeah, this is tough. Beat the shit out of him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, so I remember when I was growing up, um, you were, I mean, you're like, you're an alpha. You're an alpha male. And yeah. I remember there was a very specific moment when I when I realized that I was stronger than you, and and uh, and yeah, and so we were grappling in jujitsu, and do you remember when I made you tap out for the first time? Yeah, you choked me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about for you, but that was a big moment for me because that's how I knew you couldn't beat my ass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing: that was a big moment for you in jujitsu, in fighting. 
It's a whole other story. He's like, I got my Glock. <laughs> no, because no, the difference is I've been, in, I've been in scraps before. I know what it's like to hit somebody's head up against the cement oh. and, and not worry about it, not give two fucks. You never did that. Oh. So it's, yeah, it's I a have, different thing. I have yet to do to slam someone's head against the cement. Yes. Well, um, that's that's what I hate about our generation, though. Because like, if you slam your uh, someone's head against the cement now, it's like you're like you're doomed. Back then, it was like so normal for people to like get in fights and do and be like real right. raw humans and settle shit like like in the old days. Right. Mm. You'd beat the shit out of each other, and it was. It was okay. Yeah, it's because no one had cell phones to record it. No, <laughs> <laughs> true. You just get away with true. it. True. The right. cell phone's a major weapon. Major yeah. weapon. I, I, w- I wish I like grew up in that time. And the lawsuit thing is another thing because you have a bunch of attorneys going, oh, I, I saw that you got hurt. Here, call me. And it's not going to cost you anything for me to sue him. Also, depending on what state you're in, like the laws in California are fucked. I, yeah. I heard, I heard, um, I think someone told me the other day, if someone breaks in your house in California and you shoot them, you go to jail. You go to if and if you kill them, you go to jail for a a long time. Hmm. I, and I, so I don't. I mean, I don't know if the, that's true or not. And I was maybe hoping someone could say something. I heard. I heard. I heard. I know nothing. About I heard that. is if, if the shots are in the front, then you're fine. If they're in the back, then so it's like they're running away. But anyways, yeah. this moment for me. I went through puberty and I remember I made you tap out once, and you kind of sat back, and I kind of sat back, and there was a moment you looked at me and you kind of laughed and smiled, and you're like. You got a lot stronger. And I was like, <laughs> hey, God dang right I did, dad. Yeah, yeah. I'm an all-state wrestler now. Watch your ass. Right. And and you know what? For a dad to deliver that to their kid, that's kind of cool, actually. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't... Now, there's a lot of dads out there that are pussies and would be concerned about it. I wasn't concerned about it because you guys weren't punk-ass kids. What? You weren't. What about him? No. No, no, no. Neither one of you guys are. You guys are both great kids. You both. What, what, what about in high school? He was still. He, yeah, but he I that. just got in trouble a lot, but I, but it's because I, I didn't have enough stimulation. I was too smart to be sitting in the fucking class cooped up all day. What I needed. Kind, what to kind of do smart shit. though? Not book smart. No, I don't know. But, but uh, street smart. Street smart. Common sense. Yeah. Jake, like Jake's high was, IQ. Yeah. yeah. Jake saying it was he. He wanted to be the first one done with his homework and his test. Didn't matter. I mean, he he. Rush through everything, and then he'd sit there in the rest of the class for the next, next, next 20 minutes, do nothing, and then that's when he got in trouble because mm. he was like, for some reason, he had to be done right away. But also, didn't you get like not so good grades? No, I got, I got so what would happen is I wouldn't, I wouldn't do homework, but I would get A's on the test, so it equal out to like a C. Mm. How did you get, how did you convince me to like try in school? And like be a, a book smart nerd, and then he just did not. I didn't have anything to do. It, it you just. I, I don't think you, from third grade on. I don't think you ever got less than an A. No. And you just were possessed with doing that. I, I remember senior in high school. You already done had all your everything. You actually had your scholarship for OU. And on a Sunday, you studied for six hours. It was like May 2nd, and you were graduating on May 17th. And everybody's out smoking weed and drinking and fucking around. And I'm like, well, dude, you're done. You're good. And you're like, no, I want to. I, I had to kill those yeah, finals. I want to get this. I had to kill those I, finals. And I go, but you hey, already have everything. Yeah. And he was like, no, I have to do it. And then Jake, I'd be like, dude, Jake, sit down. Just finish his shit. And he'd get sit there for a few minutes and get all jittery and just. I'd fucking walk out in the garage and 
You'd be somewhere else. No, I remember. I remember. I remember seeing how frustrated you were doing homework, and it's crazy yeah. that we came from the same family. And like, when it comes to schooling, we are the exact opposite. Opposite. I just knew, and maybe I didn't know, but I just knew it wasn't for me, and I just thought there was no point in it at all. I was like, "Where is this taking me? Yeah. What What am I gonna do with these skills of?" calculating how many elephants cross the river like what I, I went through the same thing 10th grade I remember in geometry I asked my geometry teacher I said what do I what do I need to know she goes well if you want to be an engineer or you're gonna you're gonna be a math teacher I said all right well I'm not gonna be an engineer or math teacher so now what <laughs> he goes well if you want to pass my class you need to, to know this stuff I said well what if I don't care if I pass your class and he goes well then um I'm not sure but you need to pass my class and I said, okay. And then somehow the teacher's actual geometry book with all the answers ended up in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So I ended up with an A in geometry. Wow, way to go. Yes. And then I actually rented the book to another kid in class. His name was Jay. I'm not going to give his last name, but he was always getting stoned. He's like, dude, you don't do shit. You cut half the time. How are you passing? I'm like, I'm smart, man. He's like, no. But if you if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know, that's and that's why I hit KSI in the back of the head when he was down. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it all makes sense. Wait, so so all right, well, I'm listening to you and I also know you cuz you're my dad and stuff and you're saying that like we weren't and like Jake wasn't a punk in high school. But you no. but you you were a bit of a punk, right? Yeah, I was a little bit out of control. Yeah. They called you Red Muff. Yes. So what did mom see in you? You know what um I think she liked my rebellious nature. Yeah, um, girls like bad boys. Yeah. Um, but I was also <laughs> confident, and I was, uh, um, I just pursued her. And, and You tricked her into marrying you. Actually, it was the other way around. Oh. <laughs> it must oh. be nice having no. mom as the scapegoat. Anything I say, you're like, nope, that, that was, was your mom. mom. Actually, it was mutual, because we were, we were actually living together before we got married. And as a matter of fact, Pam's mom was like, if you guys will get married before you move in, I'll pay for the wedding. And I go, but does that mean then you have control over who comes? And she's like, of course. I go, no, mm. we're not doing it. Mm. We're, and I told, because her mom was like, I have a list of 100 people that we're inviting. And I told Pam, I go, we're not inviting 100 people we don't know. If, if, if we don't know them to talk to them and say, hey. And she agreed. She's like, no, mm. I agree. So we, we covered it all ourselves. It's so, it's so, I'm fascinated. Tell me if you agree, Jake, but. You and mom are so different. Like, how did, I was going to say, how did y'all think that was going to work? <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Look, the divorce rate is 50%, right? It looks, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little lower now. It's like 46, 44. Okay, yeah, because everybody's waiting until they're 35 to get married. Yep, yep. If anything else that we did in life had a 50% failure rate, you wouldn't do it. If you went to the grocery store and bought milk and 50% of the time the milk was bad, you'd never do it. Hmm. If we all said, just buy the milk, it'll work out. No one, would, <laughs> no one would do it. In the silly see thing if is, it's right. Pam's mom was divorced two or three times. Her dad was divorced like 72 times. So were um, your parents. Yeah, my mom and dad were divorced. We didn't have the teaching tools to make it through marriage. But the fallacy is we believe, oh, we love each other. Love will pull us through. That's a fucked up bullshit lie. Now, if anything else had a 50% failure rate, the government would jump in to correct it. Look at the coronavirus, right? We're it's all, like it's like it's like one to two percent. It's a sh- pandemic. We're yeah, shut yeah. down. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: if the divorce rate dropped from fifty percent to twenty percent, 
the effect on the economy would be huge because you have attorneys that aren't making money. You have courts that aren't making money. We're buying, you guys had multiple sets of shoes, yeah. multiple coats, yeah. multiple mm-hmm. things. Divorce, for divorce to end, it would have a huge financial impact yeah, on the economy. I mean, that seems unrealistic. And also like- uh, It's not going to happen. You know, there would be an adjustment. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But I'm saying like, you're a smart guy. Did you really think love was going to pull you through? I'm telling you, you and mom are the exact opposite. Well, here's a crazy thing. They say opposites attract, but that's another bullshit. I mean, bro, that's from magnets. Right. Well, here's the thing. If we think about it as dudes, all my dude friends that are I'm good friends with, I haven't seen in 20 years, and I see them and I pick up, we're nowhere near fucking opposite. We're very much alike. So you're saying me and Mac are going to be friends for a while? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, you so know, if you plan. think about it as friends and even women, the people they're tight with, they're very similar. But somehow we were in this idea that opposites attract, and it's just not true. Uh. And and we we fucked up. We I mean, we did what we thought we were right. We were in love. We didn't rush things. You know, we bought a house first. Moved in, lived yeah. together. Yeah. So things were calculated. Um, I think that's what's interesting is, like, I don't know if you have any memories of it, but we, I never got to see, like, any of y'all's relationships, so I wouldn't even know what it was like. I remember right. v- vaguely, but I in my mind, I can't even picture them, like, together. All I remember, honestly, is, like, and not surprisingly, is, like, the bad stuff when it got bad during the divorce. And, right. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. In divorce... Most people, if you get go through a divorce, which 50% of us are, it's generally a three to five year recovery, emotionally, financially, or both. And you'll get people that are a year out of divorce, like, oh, we're good. Uh, fuck you. You're not good. <laughs> you know? Did you did you try to get a rebound? Like, because, uh, you know, <laughs> did you spite fuck anyone? No, but you know, um, the first gal, look, when I got divorced, your mom left. She was involved with somebody else. We, I never had any clue. We never talked about getting divorced. We never went to counseling. She never said she didn't love me. It was literally out of left field. I was literally like, you know what? I'm 38 years old, two kids. I'm never going to get laid again. I'm never going to get tail again. Damn. And, and there was one point, <laughs> and I actually shared this story. I shared this story with Evan. There was one point where I was just like, fuck this. And I didn't leave my room for like a day and a half. Just went to the bathroom, shades down. And then I was like, GP, quit being a bitch. Get up. <laughs> but I was about to say, a day and a half is like nice. not long. Yeah, that's for, not that for bad. Like a person. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, get up and do something. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a GP I know right yeah. there. So, but here's here's a part that I share with Evan that I not really share with a lot of people. There were times when it got really hard because <laughs> she's out living large, she's traveling. I had you guys a large part of the time, and I'm still trying to recover. And I was selling real estate. So I didn't have, like your mom was a nurse and she could punch a time clock, had to be there Tuesday at nine o'clock. Yeah. And the person behind her in front of her kind of move her along through her day. Mm. But as a realtor, I'm self-employed. So there's nobody pushing me or pulling me. Mm. There's nobody saying, GP, get out of bed, come to work, do this. And when you're emotionally fucked, the, the shadow of emotion follows you anywhere you go. Yep. It, if I'm physically tired, I'm just going to go to sleep. Yep. But when I'm emotionally wrecked, I wake up, take a leak, that shadow of emotion. Is Can't right stop there. thinking about it. It shows up anywhere. I, I found myself at one point driving to Toledo, which is an hour and a half from, mm-hmm. from home. And I'm like, literally, don't even know how I got, I don't even know how I got there. Whoa. 
because I was just like in my mind that wasn't that wasn't the drugs. No, here, here's their thing. <laughs> this is their thing. When I went through this, I'm like, no coffee, no drinking, no smoking. Wait, weed. really? Yeah, because here's why. I was like, you know what? I want to feel every emotion. I want to feel it raw, and and wow. and I Lean also into the pain. I also so didn't want to be in a position where I ran into your mom and her dude, and I was jacked up on coffee or jacked up on a shot, <laughs> and next thing you know, somebody's fucked. Has, has someone was, ever has someone ever punched someone in the head because they drank too much coffee? Well, <laughs> well here's why. I had too much coffee this morning. Yeah, Let's but, go. Well, you know, you get that rage, you're just like, bah, you know. That's so, uh so, that's mad noble, GP. So here here's well, I wanted to feel it all. That's kind and, that's kind of uh it kind of makes you a sick fuck, man. But it's, it's noble. But also, are you well, crazy? Because the reason yeah. I ask is because when I, I mean, it's only like one and a half times. Now. When I had my heart broken and I was like emotionally just like fucked, full transparency, I, I, t- I turned to alcohol because yeah. I did not want to yeah. be present. And a lot of people do. It's just like, yo, I do, I do, I do not want to be present here in this moment. I am so sad and traumatized by all this. I get it. And, and, and emotionally it was fucking me and i was literally i would i would leave myself a voicemail at night before i go to bed and i'd go mm-hmm. yo gp you're a good dude you're doing what's right for your boys wake the fuck up spread some goodness and keep on moving mm-hmm. i'd go to sleep i'd wake up in the morning I'd check my voicemail mm-hmm. and i was still so emotionally fucked that i'd go through my voicemail and you know i have one or two and then a third one would be me that I left for myself. Mm. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's, that sounds familiar. And I'm like, fuck, that's me. Why you just, you didn't remember? Cause I was, cause I was so emotionally drained. Damn. damn. Wow. And how long did that last for though? Um, for me, it was about, well, it was about 96 days. The reason it was 96 days is because on the 96th day, I got fucking railed by a hot smoking piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. And, there he is. And this, and this chick, uh, Did you count the exact days? Uh, you know what? He was uh, tallying on his door. <laughs> he couldn't day, get out. Days I've cried. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's what happened. I didn't know for a while. And my buddy, Tommy, who you guys know, yep. was with me. We were at a bar. And we went back to the bar, and at the bar, they always take Polaroid pictures of everybody in the bar. Yep. And like three months later, we go back to the bar, we're flipping through the pictures, and there's a Polaroid of me and the gal mm. that I was with. Mm. And I was like, and he goes, dude, this is the night you got your mojo back. Oh, my God. Because well, every, every, dude, every dude that has uh, ended a relationship with a girl, like... Especially if it's a long, like powerful relationship, there's always that fear of like, oh my god, I I, I forgot, I'm out of the game. I'm I'm never gonna get women again. I have yeah. no idea how to se- have sex with like a new girl. Yeah, it's new territory. It's un- uncharted. So like, uh, yeah, that's that's a, that was a big day that day ninety six. Oh, it's huge. And and the crazy part is that when guys get divorced, guys do this. Dude, let's go out and get fucked up. Let's just drink. Let's get laid. You'll be fine. And I didn't want to do that. And. When women get divorced, all their girlfriends are like, hey, I'll watch your kids. I'll bring you dinner. You know, I'll clean your house. They're caring and giving. And dudes Mm -hmm. are just like, go out and get laid. You'll be fine. But I didn't want to do that because I didn't trust where your mom was going. And I didn't want to risk being thrown in jail. Hmm. Because if I was in the can, then that would give some justification to the moves, the motives, and what she did. And I also... Didn't want to be taken away from you guys. 
So you were definitely thinking boys first here, right? 100%. Was there anything that you did that you can remember where you were um, really putting them first? Everything I did. Everything. Everything. Yeah, I remember. Literally. I remember you leaned you leaned into us a lot. I remember we we ruined a relationship for you because a girl wanted the the woman demanded that, and you told her this before you started dating. Yeah. That you know boys are number one for you, and then she's like, "Oh, that's cool. That's so noble. He's such a man." Six months in, she wanted she tried to flip the script on you, and you're like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I told you this. Like my boys are the most important to me." And then you guys broke up. Right. And and you know to her credit, she told me she was listen. I know you told me the second day we the second date we went out. You told me this. She goes and I loved it, but not too many guys are doing it. And, and you got to understand something. <laughs> I had you guys a week at a time, a week on, a week off. And back then, that was I was kind of setting the trend. That wasn't the norm. That was unheard of, right? Yeah, that wasn't mm. the norm. Yeah, single dads would get like a day. I yeah, it was like every other weekend or something. Yeah, every other weekend mm. and one day a week. And I literally said, no, fuck that. I said it's going to be fifty percent, mm-hmm. or I'm going for full custody, and. The counselors agreed, and they were like, look, told Pam, look, <laughs> you're going to learn to love this routine, and you got a, you, you got a guy who's a great dad. Like, mm-hmm. You did a great job, GP. Take, yeah. I, uh, I'm Thank definitely <laughs> always inspired by these two and their dedication and work ethic. That's something that I remember uh, when I would come over to the house. It would be, I don't know, a Saturday, and they were coming back from, what, 6 a.m., working on a house <laughs> and they're exhausted. And then all of a sudden, like we're trying to do fun stuff and they're just laying on the couch because they're yeah. cleaning hoarders but, houses. Bro, are you fucking kidding Can we me? Talk <laughs> about this. This is yeah. ridiculous. We were 10 years old, 12 years old. Dad's like, come on, we're going to work. Bro. And <laughs> yo, you see the, you see the show hoarders on TV. These are the houses we were cleaning. I remember some of the gunk I'd have to scrape out of corners. Right. Disgusting. <laughs> I remember, yeah. I remember one house we cleaned out. You walked into the house and it was three feet of stuff. Yeah. You you had to walk oh. three feet above the ground and we had to clean out the whole entire house. And I remember cleaning out like like hundreds of these like VHS porn <laughs> tapes. Oh my God. Yeah. And I was just like had gloves on. I'm just thinking to myself, like, bro, this shit has come all over it. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Right. It was totally gross. And the guy that lived in that house was uh, a finance manager at a large company, and every single day he went to work, wore a suit. Looked great, and he was an absolute freak. Isn't it crazy how you never know who the, you who the fucking freaks are? You don't know. Yeah, that's I'm I, always I'm always scared to visit uh, chicks' houses that I like like because of, I um, I mean how many what's the percentage of women our age who are pigs living like slobs? It's yeah. high. It's higher than you think. That that house, my buddy that set the job up or who knew the hoarder, and I cleaned it out. These guys are running around, and I would tell them, I go, "Hey, you guys are getting a flat fee. You're going to get four hundred bucks." If you get done in six hours, you get 400 bucks. If you're done 20 hours, you get the same amount of money. So they're going up and down. And this electrician starts talking to Jake. And Jake looks at him and goes, I can't talk to you. (laughs) And he keeps moving. And the guy comes back and he's like, why? What's wrong? And Jake goes, unless you're going to pay me to talk to you, you're slowing me down. (laughs) No, I said that to him. Here's here's what I know, because the electrician called my buddy. And he's like, you're not going to believe it. These kids were busting their ass. And basically this... 14, 13 year old kid told me to stop talking to him because he wanted to continue we would, to work. We would, yeah. we would go so hard. Hard as fuck. We would, we would work so fast through those houses. It would take us like two two days max, 12 hours, yeah. 14 hour days. Yeah. I also, I also remember anytime we would work with like one of your friends 
Or I would I would work for uh, like Craig, for example, your friend, and yeah. I, I'd, I'd mulch his lawn and stuff. I remember I always wanted to make it a point to exceed his expectations and like shake his hand, look him in the eye when I did it, right. work extra hard. Because when he, when your friends would call you and be like, "Yo, your boys are really good," and then you'd relay the message to it felt me, good, mo- yeah. so motivating, right? And my, and and my friends were like me, like. We're, you know, there's some parents like, oh, the kid showed up and he raked for an hour. He worked so hard. Fuck you. Your kid didn't work hard. Your kid's a little bitch. <laughs> Make him work. And these guys would work for six, eight hours. And then they'd be like, hey, yeah. these guys are busting ass. Other than the money, how did you inspire these kids to do that? Well, the money was a huge motivator. Um, their thing is like some of the houses that we did with what, the whoring, what money. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was just gonna ask. Oh, fuck, so fuck, fuck, yeah. I think bro. you paid us for like ten percent of the jobs we did, bro. I didn't get no I just fucking re- money. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember know. working Wait. for free for a lot of those years. Wait, hold on. I think um, I think you had a Jeep. Oh, oh you bought me a three thousand dollar car after I worked for nine million hours from the age of ten to sixteen. It was like that- if I calculated the hours from ten to sixteen and I paid myself minimum wage, I would have been able to buy a Lamborghini. Oh. God, this is is why you are where you are on YouTube. You are a phenomenal storyteller. (laughs) That is great. Nine million hours. I mean, no, I remember when I was when I was like thirteen, and I, I I went to mom. I was like, hey, mom. Dad's making this work a lot. She's like, yeah, but child labor laws. And bro, I could have sworn those didn't apply to us. No. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The only way I could make it happen is I had to give your mom 50%. So she was getting a cut. I'd be like, mom, or Pam, here's your hush money. Just keep child services. <laughs> so anyway, you were paying Pam and not the kids? Well, because I wanted them to learn the work ethic because I knew that if they had the work ethic, no matter what happens in their life, no matter what shit storm comes up to them, no matter how deep the mud is, they're going to fucking get out. They're going to keep plugging forward and they're going to succeed and make it. I, I've, I've said this before. Yeah. It, 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 that's the yeah. secret. Like, yeah. uh, you know, how'd you do it? I just, I literally will outwork everyone. Like that's, that's, ta-da, it's just the work ethic. So as, as fucking I usually were like horrible. And as much as I didn't like it back then, it's probably the core reason why I am where I am. And it's not, it wasn't an accident. Like you did, you did it twice. Right. You're two for two. Yeah. And I, and guess what? I did it with Tommy Melton. I can do it. I can do it with uh, Tommy will work his ass off. Yeah. But is he on YouTube? (laughs) What's he doing? Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, He's coming on. Um, You know, here's the thing. I'll give you an example. When I was doing that Dagwoods thing, and the it was a franchise. The company embezzled ten million dollars. I literally went broke overnight. Let me give you some context. Yeah. This is a, this was a sandwich shop that was going to be a sandwich shop competitor to Five Guys. I remember we visited yes. Five Guys because there's this new restaurant called Five Guys, and they were going to be your competitor. And you were you were a franchisee, and you were going to open. I had the northern northern Ohio territory. Yep, the rights to forty five shops. Myself and four other guys bought it. Yep, and then we were going to help them build out. And the deal was this. A lot of people buy like one McDonald's or one Arby's, whatever. Our deal was, look, we, we're going to sell you three. We're going to sell you the first one. You're going to work it for a year. Hmm. Then you're going to buy the next one. You're going to have a manager run the first one. You're going to work the second one for a year. You're going to get a manager there. You're going to run the third one for a year, get a manager there. And then you're just going to spend your time <coughs> overseeing three shops. And you're going to make between 90 and 140 grand a year, which is good money in Cleveland. Yeah. So the primary investors embezzled $10 million. And the whole thing went under, right? Overnight. It was like a genius idea, too. Yeah, I just remember yeah. like seeing the sandwiches, and it looked so juicy, and I'm just pissed because I never got to taste one. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> I had every news 
um, station, all the radio stations I had, the best seats, all these people courting me. And then within four weeks. What what year was that? Uh, I think it was 2008. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Because the reason I ask is I remember there was a time where <clears throat> I saw dad go from like big, powerful man's man working to, I remember you were struggling and it was after the Dagwood sandwich shop thing collapsed. And then either it was right before, or right after the housing market collapsed. And as a realtor, yeah. you got fucked. Oh, it's crazy. When the Dagwood thing went under here and here again is another story that, that I shared with a few people, but I was literally, yeah. this is Dagwood. So for anyone who knows what a newspaper is, <laughs> let alone reads a newspaper, this was actually my favorite, uh, comic growing up Dagwoods and I remember when you told me that you were doing uh, Dagwoods I was stoked yeah, and, and Dean Young the guy who writes wrote that comic strip yeah. I mean he I had him sign something for you guys a book that was yeah, one that. of 20 or something um, should we make one of those sandwiches <laughs> should we build a Dagwoods at the ranch <laughs> oh. we should bring it back it's quite possible yeah. you know here, here's the crazy part and this is about back to the work ethic everything went under I was literally flat broke. I had to sell my pins, got sell my Harley, got rid of my shotguns, got rid of my kayaks. I was literally like the gals dating at the time. I'm like, listen, it's hunker down time, man. And a realtor. You had to sell your pins, gal. I, was say, oh I don't think God. you just say sell your pins, gal. Yes, he oh, had this. Yeah, this, this, this was that was the shit, by the yeah, way. Most badass vehicle. And drove that to Colorado, top speed, took 62 miles an hour. I, I remember that. Took us took us three days. Three days. Me and Jake hunkered in the back, dying twelve hours yeah. a day. Just like, it was like hundred and ten oh. degrees in the back oh. at one point. Yeah. And that's what the sides rolled up. But <laughs> there's no AC. We're just dudes cruising down the road, going to Colorado, you know? <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> to off road. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you sold yeah. everything and then you had to take care of two kids and pay child support for about a year. And then I'm like, no, fuck this. You know what? She's not working by choice. I'm not fucking paying. My income went down. My income, because I lost your mom's income as a nurse, and my income was cut in half because of shit, everything falling apart. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember a realtor posted something saying, hey, I need, a, I need a porch cleaned out underneath an old Lakewood house, a house built in 1908. The front porch has a bunch of shit in it. And I said, hey, I know somebody can do it. What, what's a, what are they willing to pay? And she's like, oh, 200 bucks. And I go, well, this guy will do it for 800 she goes, no, we'll, we'll, we'll give 300. And I said, okay, he's not interested. Like six days later, she sends me an email back, says, hey, will the guy do it? Um, we'll, we'll pay 400. I said, 600, we'll do, he'll do it. Well, it was me. <laughs> but I didn't tell her. So here's this deal. I'm literally underneath this porch cleaning out glass, beer cans, two by fours, mm. rocks. It's January 7th. It's seven degrees out. Mm. Oh, the porch is three feet tall. I'm crawling underneath the porch. My hand goes, I put my hand down on a board and a nail goes through my hand. Like right here, this part goes through my hand. Yeah, nice. So I'm like, and when my when it goes through my hand, I go, fuck. And I go up like this. <laughs> and a nail in the bottom of the, a nail in the bottom of the porch hits oh, me in the head. No. Oh my God. Dude, I, I literally drop and I'm like face down and I'm literally going, what the fuck has my life come Yeah, was to? that your low, was that the lowest point you think? Dude, it was. I was literally like sitting there teary-eyed going, fuck, 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 fuck. I said fuck, I think 33,000 times. Oh, I, I hate that moment. That's called the, in storytelling, it's called the all is lost moment. So I'm down there and I'm, and I'm, I'm literally like, here, here's the thing. I'm down there and I'm going, 
this blows. What the fuck? Literally a month and a half ago, I was the man with Dagwoods and everybody loved me. Now I'm not, nothing's happening. And then I was like, you know what? I got to get back for my boys. I, I got to get up. I got to keep moving. So I pulled my hand out of the board. And, oh. <laughs> Just lodged your head from the ceiling. <laughs> Yo, when you say that, this is, this is what I picture, by the way. This is a scene from Scary Movie. One of my favorites. George! Ow! What happened? I don't know. Cody and I were playing a fun game, and then I looked down and... <gasps> Yahtzee! <laughs> that's that's about how it happened. So, you know, the thing is, my work ethic, which I was instilling in you guys, like the thing said, dude, just get up, keep moving, keep moving forward. You know how to work, yo. But okay, yeah. you're you're also wired different because I don't even want to get into how your dad raised you. But yeah. for people who can't just get up and do it. And for people who spend more than a day and a half in their room, like that's, that's nothing. Like I've done that. That's nothing for people who are like really depressed or really stuck. Do you have, like, how can you get out of that rut? Do you have any advice? Well, you know, it's different for everybody, but there's a couple things. Uh, I always say this tough times don't last tough people do. The other thing I truly believe is this, no matter how bad you have it, somebody has it worse. Yeah. That's what we call perspective. Yeah, you think it's bad because you're locked in. Yeah, it's yeah. No, it's. I mean, so, it's easier. It's easier said than than done. Obviously, like it is. And but yes, yeah. I, I'm I'm because I'm the same way. I'm. Hey, I, I, the other thing is is that you guys weren't allowed to say can't even when we coached. If the kids said can't, they do push-ups. Removing <laughs> that word can't from your vocabulary is a huge game changer. You were so mm-hmm. anal about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bro, whenever he hears Start to get say, fined. But whenever he hears say can't, we do 20 push-ups. I remember there were days I'd be do, popping like thousands of push-ups. 2,000, 3,000 push-ups. Again, I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. GP, you're, you're tough as nails, man. When did you get so tough? Uh I don't know. It wasn't it your basic training. Basic training. I thought, I think. I thought it was because Jim beat the shit out of you. And by the way, there's three Gregs. There's two more of them. You got Jeff Paul and Jim Paul, are our uncles. Bro, they're almost more. J- Jim lit. is. Jim is. Jim is more of a character than you. I think Jeff is the most sane one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Jeff's. We're all different, crazy in different ways. The thing is, like my brother Jim. He'll rip off your head and shit down your throat and skull fuck you to death. Okay. Like, oh, in, all right. Well, in, all right. In no time flat. I don't know if you can put that on there. <laughs> he can do it really fast. <laughs> Watch, he actually times before. how fast he skull fucks people. Right. <laughs> this, here's a story. This, this is a funny story about him. We're at a bar when we were 18 or 19. We all had fake IDs. I think at the time it was 21 to get into the bar. And I walk in the bathroom and there's like a crowd of people around the bathroom door. And I'm like, I got to see what's going on. I hear a voice. And then I'm like, that's my brother, Jim. So we're in, Jim's in the bathroom and he has two guys holding his arms and he goes, go on, fucking hit me. Go on. And, he, and he's, and he's telling this guy, he goes, your two friends are holding my arm. As soon as you hit me, they got to let go. I'm giving you a chance. <laughs> said, fucking hit me. <laughs> he's a crazy, he's a crazy guy. Yeah. And, and, and all these people are like, and, and Jim's like, what are you going to do? And his, and his buddy's like, hit him, hit him. And Jim's like, Go on, hit me. Because after you hit me, I'm fucking killing you. <laughs> and, and, and they're like, dude, you're whacked. And I'm like, yo, Jim, you good? He's like, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I, remember, I remember hearing all your fight stories. Didn't you bite a dude's finger off? 
or something? No, the guy stuck his hand in my mouth. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Oh no, wait. He no, he I thought he bit your finger off. No, he, he actually that's what happened. He bit me and it was a bachelor bachelor party thinking. It was crazy because this fight's breaking out. And next thing you know, this dude's he's chewing on my hand. <laughs> as, as one does. Yeah, and we're down on the ground. And your mom out of nowhere comes over and kicks him right in the face. Damn! That's oh, damn! Like, here, you know, here's quiet, quiet, quiet little Pam, you know, not doing anything. Then, like, I think six beers <laughs> and a couple, three, six beers and a couple shots later, and she's just like, boom! And, and you know, I oh, feel, yeah. all of a sudden, I feel like my finger get free. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Damn. So, yeah, it that's worked. A, well, that's a, that's a powerful couple right there. Right there. Like, y'all were a good duo. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, street fights. Hey, we we did well. Look, before we got divorced, I mean, we had a nice house in Westlake, six single family rentals. We we had a boat, uh, two or three cars, and only a car payment and house payment. Virtually no debt. Yeah, we're in good shape. Yeah. So you know, shit happens. Yeah, I yeah. uh, I definitely make it clear that we grew up like a uh, middle class. I think that most of the stuff we learned from you definitely shaped who we were because I mentioned earlier that you're, you're two for two. You have two very successful boys, like patting ourselves on the back for a sec. But also mm. we, we do make a lot of mistakes and we do have a lot of shortcomings. Do you think that was also from you? Do you think something went maybe wrong or would you have done something different? Look, we all make mistakes. We're continually fucking up. But but yeah, I I think I think imagine like the way I look at that because we have made a ton of mistakes and have done stupid shit. But I test a lot of it to having this unhealthy addiction to vlogging and each day waking up to try and f do something crazier and better, yeah. and not having fully matured off of camera to figure out who we were. And doing irrational things that weren't necessarily what we wanted to do, but we knew would, again, feed the beast, which was get more views, which equaled money and selling products. And it was like we we're young kids yeah. in this unhealthy ecosystem and chasing success. But we, we talk about this all the time in the podcast. You're absolutely <clears> right. <throat> I um, it's, it's an unhealthy cycle. And everyone in this house will tell you uh, that we are so, we we're watching me very carefully to make sure I don't go down that path again. Cause like you're right, bro. When you're vlogging, Spencer said on the last podcast, first thing he says, like, yo, when you're vlogging, like you're just different. I'm just like energized. I'm psyched. I'm ready to shoot the next crazy thing. I know you texted Jed. You fuck ass. You snitch. <laughs> we were building, he told on you. We were building the bridge across the, uh, the, the second floor. But also, also, Good for you. I was gonna say, good on you. Yeah. Like someone I, has to do yeah, it. You know, he, he's the best looking dude, like in the whole fucking country. Yeah, and and, and, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and, he, and he's still looking out for you. I like, yeah, it. no, no. Uh, so, I mean, someone has to do it. So, we're most of it's definitely on like the circumstances for sure. But I like, I, I don't know. I have to ask myself, like, I don't. Would you would you do anything different? Yeah. Well, he, yeah. But so here's the thing. With you guys in particular, it's a little different because you. Fell into an area where you're making a lot of money and everybody says yes to whatever you want. And if you look at the stats for, for people who've won the lottery that are flat broke in three, four, five years, it's because they don't know what to do with their money because they're getting conned, they're getting ripped off. Mm. And Hollywood's no different. Would I do something different? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Now, what it is, I don't really know because it's going to be different with everybody. But I will tell you this, 
the basic ingredients of how we did things, I would definitely repeat. And then you just make macro adjustments accordingly. Micro adjustments? Ma- yeah, ma- micro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. small. So yeah. you're making small adjustments accordingly. <laughs> and look, you know, as soon as you do something, sometimes you're like, shit, shouldn't have done that. There's a, there's a lot of parents that watch the show. What are some uh, tips that you have for parents raising kids? That, like those <laughs> simple ingredients that you said. What are some of those simple ingredients for raising your children that uh, you would suggest? The primary thing is remember your parent first and a friend second. So many parents today want to be the <sighs> friend of the kid. Dude, I had this realization this morning yeah. while I was washing my hands. I have some. I swear I have some weird realizations at weird points. I was because you know I'm always thinking about my kid. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> and uh, I was I was thinking I was like. Do I want to be his parent or his friend? And then the conclusion I reached was like, why not both? But there were definitely times where you didn't give a fuck about yeah, being my I remember friend. you would even say that too. You say, I'm your parent, not your friend. Fuck you. Or shit. <laughs> damn. I'd be like, damn, yeah. that's fucked. Well, and you're he, right. <laughs> you know, and, and here's the thing. I mean, you have parents go, you know, uh, they think they want to be a friend. If you're a parent, you think you're a friend with your kid at your teenage years, you're fucked. You're doing a bad job. You, you you have to have that thing. Like, for example, I hear kids go, you know, they're talking about their phone and parents go, well, I can't turn off their phone. Wait a minute. Hold on. Is it your phone, the parent, or is it the kid's phone? Who's paying the bill? The parent? Then it's the parent's phone. And the parent should say, listen, you give me any shit, I'm turning off the phone. <laughs> and and pansy-ass parents will always be like, well, what if I need to get a hold of her? I'm like, you know what? If you need to get a hold of your friend, you call their friend's phone mm-hmm. or you just... Drop them off and pick them up. There's a lot of ways around it. But you're being lazy. It's more convenient for you to leave the phone on. Yeah. Stop doing that. Yeah. The other thing is this. We had routines. We'd get up at 7.05 in the morning. We'd, I don't know if, how well you guys remember this, but when we were going to bed at 10 o'clock at night, at 9.45, I'd go, all right, you guys, 15-minute warning. Go up, brush your teeth, get your clothes ready. 15 minutes, we're going to bed. Yeah. 10 o'clock, we'd walk up to bed. Tuck in, love you guys, good night. Wake up in the morning at 7 o'clock. I'd go in, go, all right, guys, five minutes, you get, you're waking up. 7.05, you wake up, go in, brush your teeth, put your clothes on, that you already picked out. We'd eat breakfast. And we would casually walk down to the bus stop. We'd play hacky sack. You killed a rabbit with a blowgun dart the morning before school one time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you'd get on the bus. I need you to elaborate a little bit on yeah. that. <laughs> so <laughs> so no, you, just casual. you wanted a blowgun dart for a birthday or Christmas. I was always obsessed with with weird things. And you would always somehow make it happen. Whether it's like a Christmas gift or birthday gift. Like yeah. I can ride the unicycle. I can pogo stick like ins- insanely well. That's how right. I, I pinched my penis one time. It couldn't be, the first time I swore in front of you, you got mad. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the blowgun. Um, what else? You had a couple weird things too. I would, we would, you would do the, the stick things. Stick I thing. could do the I would Diablo. Do the yeah. Diablo. <laughs> I was in BM. I was more into BMX. But yeah, yeah, that one morning we saw a rabbit. So you had three darts. <laughs> First one went right below its belly. Second one went right over its back. Third one right in the middle. Yeah. Just a casual morning hunt. <laughs> yeah. Casual. And, <laughs> in like took, a, in like a suburban yeah town. Yeah. And then you... It was pretty woodsy back there. Yeah, yeah. Our, our house was. Our house was, yeah, just acres yeah. of woods. And then you went on the, got on the bus, and I skinned a thing, and we ate it for dinner that night. Your rule for... Because we... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. 
That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You did grow up hunting. I've made this clear before with firearms. All, like, like some, when I say man's man shit, like I mean it. And can you tell me what your rule was if we were ever to kill an animal? If you kill, we had to eat it. That's it. It didn't matter what. If it was a bird, a frog, a snake, you kill it, we're eating it. Yeah. And and that taught respect for life, but it also kept him from just randomly just killing shit and being careless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember you took you took me hunting. You took us both hunting. Yeah. And uh, I eventually kind of like fell out of love with it when I when I got older. Yeah. Because I remember my first deer that I that I dropped. I, I cried. Tears right. of happiness. The first time I've ever cried tears of happiness. I was 10. 10 years think, old. 10 years old. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? I was so happy. And then by the time I was like an adult who like knew what I liked, I, I, I mean, you noticed we'd be in the, the tree stand. I'd be playing Game Boy. Right. I just became like uninterested. And, and that was fine. It didn't matter. I mean, look, there was one point where you're sitting on a rock over here and I'm over here with Jake's hunting and you're like... I see six doe and there's a buck and it's a six pointer. Hmm. You're going to drop it now in Ohio. Grown ass men would have dropped that buck because guys just want to get a buck. Here's Logan at 13 or 14 going, no, I think I'm going to hold off for a bigger one. I'm like, all right, it's cool. Whatever you want. It never came, but you know what it did come for? (laughs) That motherfucker, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I had better hunter's luck. I had like a 10 pointer, two eight pointers. Wasn't the 10 pointer your first deer? No. No, no. I had a couple of doe. I had a couple of doe. Okay. okay. Remember the doe? Cause we're in the tree. I thought you were in the tree stand too. And it was a back shot. And that was me with the crossbow. No, no, no. Jake's first one was out of the same tree stand that you dropped yours. But when he shot it, the thing dropped. And hit it in the back. That, Same that as, was me. That was no, me. No, that was you with a crossbow, but Jake also because because oh, oh. Jake's um, crawled off into the woods. But I remember that morning because yeah. that was the time where I was like kind of not really liking hunting anymore. And we and dad had his big 10 point buck in his den where he'd do his work. And I was like, I'm going to get a, a deer and try to impress my dad. And <laughs> that morning you asked me at the cabin, you're like, yo, it's you know 630 a.m. You want to go? I was like, nah, I'm asleep today. And you took Jake. And this dude dropped the most beautiful buck I've ever. Is, Giant. It, is it above your bed? Yeah, it's above my bed. <sighs> yeah, it's a nice buck. That was it, it, uh, it kind of show. It's like it's like the gold is just a little bit further if you just gotta dig. Dude, there's that one. Uh, there's yeah. that one meme. Have you? I'm gonna look this up. Well, the funny thing about this was Jake. So we're out there and Jake and I are looking over. We're watching birds and we're doing shit and blah blah. And I'm like Jake Buck, and he looks and he sees it and he's watching it for a few minutes and he's about to take a shot. Then the thing kind of turns and quarters away and I go just wait just wait he waits things lined up perfect 80 yard shot with a muzzle loader drops it and thing runs like 30 40 yards Jake goes back and he wakes up everybody in the cabin and Jake was very nonchalant and most guys would be like I just dropped this monster bucket super sweet Jake goes in the cabin he's like hey guys they're like what are you doing here he's <laughs> like, he's like uh, I, I just dropped a deer and I'm like, what do you mean he's like yeah you got a nice 10 point buck and they're like <laughs> they're like no way jake and he's like yeah and and logan goes dude if we get out of bed and you take us down there and you're lying i'm kicking your ass <laughs> jake's like, that was my plan just, is to be super chill about just it. another casual like, yeah, morning whatever, kill. This, this is what this reminds me of i think about this all the time <laughs> the dude who gives up right before he's about to hit the jackpot versus the crazy psychopath who keeps on digging right. be the crazy psychopath yeah. keep going 
Yeah, know? so uh, that was at the cabin, man. A lot of good memories there. That's like the prototype yeah. for the ranch, though, isn't yeah. it? That's, I think it's why I felt like I needed to get yeah. a ranch. Well, you said, you're like, I want something like the cabin. Yeah. Yeah, when I was there, I was getting like flashbacks. Yeah, I know. It was weird. So many things similar to it. Um, you did a great job finding that place, GP. Yeah, that was a score. That was a nice setup, and that's where we, that's where we had our our after prom. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you did okay. Which which? <laughs> damn, I never got to go to prom, bro. Shit. <laughs> do you want to go back? No, <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to go to my high school reunion eventually. But I, mean, I don't know. I missed my five year, dude. Please don't. There's five years. Yes, oh, I, I was there, it. and it was yeah. pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Bro, what the, I just like I want to see the I want to see how everyone turned out. Is it my five year? But, but, what year did you graduate? Twenty thirteen, which means you. What the fuck? It's my five year. Where the don't fuck is my it. invite? Don't miss it. Yo, <laughs> it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook. Trust me. It's also, though, Facebook? someone tells me they probably don't want you there. Yeah, bro. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they definitely don't you want didn't me get to along with any of those yeah. people. No, I got along with a couple. Of them. Bro, I remember. I remember, I remember <laughs> they were they were assholes to me, not the other way around. I I retaliated to their assholeness. It was your your grade specifically was fucking toxic, bro. And the one. Below you and the one below you. Below me? Yeah. They like weren't the, as bad the, as, as yours. Oh, they 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 weren't as bad. Bro, your grade was tragic. It was it was it was filled with problems, like troublemakers. It was like the the girls who were just like sleeping with the everyone. Girls were crazy. Crazy. Bro, I, I, Drinking a heroin at one point. Um I remember the, specifically the girls it in was your crazy, grade. The girls honestly. in your grade. Bro, the I mean they were they were ski. I'm a grown man. I don't need to talk shit about ex high schoolers. Well, you know, but it was just, our the girls in our grade were did not move like no, no. In, and times. I think that, I think they made him the way he is as well. Yes, and I think <laughs> it has to do with our grade. I, I I'm the, my grade and maybe the 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 fresh the grade below me are the brink of social media and like the first signs of like rapid instant messaging texting yeah, getting phones at, at young age at mm -hmm. a young age like we are the cutoff for knowing what it's like not to have a phone at at 15 or 14 but also like experiencing instagram and and all of those apps so i think yeah because we didn't have it in high school i did not have it you didn't have it i had i had a phone i had i didn't get instagram till like senior year but yeah. even then like that can affect your your persona, who you are, who you think you are, all exactly. that Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Social media. It's crazy. Facebook was around. I wanted to ask you, uh, growing up, because you got me a video, or you got me a digital camera first when I was like eight. Or no, no, I, I remember I, I saved up the money for it, and I threw like two birthday parties that year because I wanted to buy this digital <laughs> camera. Yeah. This fucking dude brought me $20 worth of pennies, and he duct taped it in a box yeah. that was like three yeah. inches thick. Good present. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I made you. I made you work for the diamonds, bro. Yeah. He, some, that's right. Some schmuck would have given up, but you kept digging. <laughs> you kept going. Um, and I remember I got that digital camera. I took pictures of fl flowers and whatnot, and then it graduated to the the video camera. Yeah. And we would just make these dumbass videos. Did you think anything of that? No, you know, because um, because that stuff wasn't happening. I mean, I don't know if you remember, like when when. One of the first contracts we negotiated, I think it was with you with Kentucky Fried Chicken. You got $44,000, I think it was, in a senior in high school. And uh, that was not it, me. It was something we negotiated. Pepsi, Pepsi came around pretty early on. It was for 36K. There was one. But I wasn't a senior in high school. I didn't make vines in high school. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. We yeah. went up to Pittsburgh uh -uh. Yeah. after we graduated. After, yeah. after we graduated. I was, it was the summer after oh, senior shit. year. That's fair. Yeah. But we, we, 
It was like negotiating a contract. Nobody was doing it. So there's no value on wait, wait, pricing. I'm, I'm, come back. I'm talking about 10-year-old, like 10-year-old and 8-year-old no, no son clue. just making some dumbass videos. I'd have to borrow your computer that you did work on to edit on a, a really old editing program called like Para, Paramount, whatever. I have no clue. And then we went that. to Adobe or no, Windows, we were Movie, Windows Maker. Movie Maker. Windows Movie Maker for yeah. sure. Yeah. OG stuff. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. But no, did you no ever clue. be like, oh, like, the, wow, they're talented at this? Or did you not think anything? <laughs> no, no, because we didn't know. I do remember, though, because you were, you were big into magic. And I remember saying, <laughs> you guys, do something on the internet because the global market is way bigger than you can even imagine. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't think it would be this. I thought it would be a product because you were into magic. I thought it would be something that they designed, made, and could sell. That's mm-hmm. what I thought I was gonna that's why I wanted to be an engineer. Yeah. I thought I was gonna like use my creativity to come up with some revolutionary right. shit. So that's where I thought it would be. And then, you know, as soon as it took off and I I, I mean, I, I, I had parents telling me shit like when when you were gonna stop going OU, one one attorney in Westlake started yammering about a bunch of bullshit and I was literally like, dude, uh, I know how much you make a year and I know what your debt structure is. I said, Logan negotiated a contract for Haynes that's pretty close to what you're making and he, i think he you were, posted a six second video yeah <laughs> you were a Four. freshman at ou right yeah, was yeah. that haynes yeah hundred thousand dollar contract yeah i haynes. think it was actually 120 yeah but yes wow great memory. Yeah. yeah so so i said so he he negotiated more in one contract as a freshman in college than you make in almost a year and you have a shit ton of debt <laughs> and he goes i still think you're making a mistake I said, that's cool. For sure. It's so, you know, it's so not traditional yeah. to, for he, your kid to drop out of college. And, and he goes, I think you should stop from doing it. I said, that's cool. I, I hate that mentality dude, so I told him, fucking much. I literally told him, I said, dude, you know what? <sighs> I really don't give a rat's ass what you think. Yeah. I remember and, I remember making that first call to you and mom where I was. I told you that I'm, I'm probably going to finish this year just to say I did it with a 4-0 again, just to say I did it, and then go move to L.A., and I remember not being nervous because you guys never, you you would always just you were very uh, free. You weren't helicopter parents. You, oh, no. you let us do what we wanted, and I knew that you were going to support whatever decision. <laughs> That's a different story with me Wait, why? going to L.A. <laughs> why they were, were like, you, were like you have to get a B in math class <laughs> if you want to go to fucking L.A. And you're only going for a month, and you're only seventeen. You don't need to be fucking in L.A. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and my backup plan was literally running away. So no way. Yeah, I was gonna run for sure. But I think, <laughs> oh, I think, God. I think, <laughs> I think you that your guys is like argument there only lasted a week, and I think it might have been more mom who didn't want me to go. But I don't know. I don't really remember. No, our thing was is if you're staying with Logan, <laughs> cool, rock on, go, and then that you had to finish your high school diploma online, and and you know Disney was like, hey. And your mom was the one who was pushing that. And not pushing, she was behind it. She was the one researching everybody and making sure you got a um, accredited. The high school, the online high school that I went to made me write one page <laughs> for the whole entire month of what I did that month. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, listen. It was the biggest bullshit in the world. Everything. And you I got a you- high school diploma. Like, the American education system is the stupidest shit in the okay, world. Okay, so listen, I can agree with that. Here, here's the thing, though. Like, when Jake... When Disney was going to hire Jake, they said, hey, we want to confirm that he graduated from high school. And we sent him the, you know, online, whatever, whatever. And because it was an accredited school, whatever that means, it was good because Disney wanted that wholesome, 
clean. You're doing that's the right exactly thing. That's exactly what not, they got. No, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Wait, wait, let's back up. That's not why they wanted that. It's because legally I would have had to go to school on set if I didn't graduate high school. Mm. Okay. Oh. Either way, it was, it was a requirement that they had. Mm. Um, so it was a good thing that he got it. And, um, you know, it's, it's. When your son calls you, being from like where we are in Ohio, where entertainment wasn't a thing. And he says, dad, I, I'm going to be the star on a Disney show. What goes through your mind? Because I know what goes through my mind as a brother, but I've also been in the entertainment industry. Yeah. You haven't. You're still, you know, fixing roofs in Ohio. Right. So when your son calls <laughs> you and says, I'm going to be on one of the biggest uh, TV networks on the planet with one of the biggest shows. Well, what's crazy is, was I there when you came back from that audition, Jake? I yeah, think yeah, I was. you were. You were actually. And, you and, were. And Jake's like. He go, how did it go? <laughs> yeah, go and tell him. He goes, how did it go? And I was like, ah, I don't think it went well. I think I, I really, I think I like messed it up. I forgot like two of the lines. And you go, I told you to fucking read your script last <laughs> night. I fucking told you, dude. I told you to look at it and highlight it. And I go, I'm just kidding. I fucking crushed it. I, def <laughs> I definitely got the role. I just have a feeling. Yeah. He goes, I'm oh, getting nice. the role. He goes, I'm getting the role. And I go, are you now? Which part is real? The other part. Of this part? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no. For real, I think I it's it's my role. And then however many weeks later it was, call him, he's like, I got it, I got the role. How how in tune do you think you are with what's actually happened with uh our lives? Like tr like trying to understand how this happened. Well, you know, I, I mean that's a really broad question. In tune, you know, look, look, as parents, there's a lot of things we don't know. Because you guys are doing like, shit. Like when I call you and I'm like, yo, dad, I, I made a million dollars today. Yeah. Which was a phone call I made to you. Right. And then I said, and I've told this story before, I made a million dollars the day before that too. Yeah. But also the day before that too. Right. This, I, my head explodes that sentence, when the sentence leaves my mouth. Right. As a, have you ever, I don't know, I'm just trying to understand what it's like to be. And a, I think I made like the same amount in those same three yeah, days. Yeah. Black Friday, right. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, big, big sales for anyone it, it trying was, to do e-commerce. It was crazy. But, but he, here's the thing. For me, Cause I don't give a fuck about money. I don't. Cause, cause here's the deal: we all bleed the same color of blood. We all breathe the same air. We all put our pants on the same way. I care about your attitude. I care about how you are. I care about if you're good to the person next to you. And for me, cause you guys come here to Hollywood, and what happens is the managers and the team, the group of people say, "Jake, you're 18. You're on your own. You don't have to listen to your parents anymore." Which I think personally is a crime, because Hollywood is the most backstabbing, bullshit, fucked up, lying, con business environment I've ever been in. So guess what? When I hear that, immediately I'm going, fuck. I wonder how much money you're going to get fucked out of. Mm. I wonder how much money you just gave. You gave this manager 15% because that's what they get. And he didn't do shit to earn it. So although I love hearing it, I the, the the amount of fuckery here is so high. <laughs> yeah, lots of fuckery. Is that when I tried to dump gasoline on you with a vlog? <laughs> wasn't that the wasn't that the plot? Oh no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you were like, I'm low. Yeah. You found out that he was on the, the Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yo, by the way, there, there was water in the in the in the gasoline tank, just so everyone knows I'm not actually trying to pour gasoline on my brother. You know, here's although it's not <laughs> something I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your will that is that bad that five million. We are both the ones each in our will. 
What happens if? Well, no, here, here's nah, the thing about nope. the, 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 the whole idea. Say, nope. What if? We, nope. Don't no no don't, don't say. say it. I already I'll know what it. you're thinking. Nope. Don't even think it. Unthink yeah. it. Not Whatever I you just thought. I didn't even think it. Didn't even have a chance to formulate. Yeah, nice. yeah me either. I'm thinking you need to change those. <laughs> to, bro, to I already, bro, to I already pay you so much money. I already pay you so much money. You make so much money. Oh, it's cr- 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 crazy. Bruh. Listen, he's living here, a dream life at the ranch with a salary. Here's the thing: Ooh, this uh-huh. is the, the value that I bring and the money I save you in the long term. I'm doing for you is well worth. Yeah, what you're I'll me. beat your ass right here, right now on this podcast, Greg. Damn, Jesus! You know hey, what? You like, what hey, you hey, do? hey! You know what they say: lack of pussy make you brave. <sighs> That's some fighting words. We got a ring out back. <laughs> oh, I don't go in a ring. Oh, you no. want an octagon? No, dude, <laughs> I want a fucking street and a van and a, and a building. He wants the impulsive podcast set. Yeah. I see. You need some concrete. Bro, do you remember <laughs> Do you remember when dad made you carry wood? <laughs> this is fucked. <laughs> yes. I feel like for me as an older brother, I feel like that was a pivotal point in your life. Uh, was it? Hmm. Was I feel like it? that's when you went from like bad I, kid to I, like, no, no, cause, angry kid who wanted okay, to so, prove to the world <laughs> that he could. So... That's where I agree with the parenting, but yeah, okay, so partially yes, uh, because it made me like, okay, yeah, I need to like switch my shit up and like do better. So just to get, just to give this context, uh, you, yeah, you stole iPhones and then you got caught. It's unethical, right? It's unmoral, and for that I regret. And I and I I didn't like that part about it. That's what I was most embarrassed about is like when people found out whose iPhones got stolen. It was like, oh, Jake Paul stole them. I was like, yeah, that that is fucked up. But also like we live in like a rich ass like high school, and so it was kind of like I don't know. I was that was the way I looked at it back then. Mm-hmm. So 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 then Dad found out you were you were pissed, yeah. Well, yeah, and actually, Jake was actually, um, he was basically pulling somebody away, so somebody else actually went in the Oh, you were a decoy? No, no. That was just my What was your role in the... uh I would. I had multiple roles. Scheme. There was like five of us who were stealing iPhones, Jesus. and then you we would sell them to. Crime syndicate. We would sell them to the senior, the senior whose dad had a sh- shop downtown. Oh no way! And so he would give us like he would. How much, base, how much money did you make? I only got up to like. Two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. That was your cut or total? That was my cut. Jesus, that was. Right, listen, I, hey, I'm gonna I'm bookend this with like, yo, kids, like, don't steal. That's not the way to make money. It's just not. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it, is that why? Like, why did you? Because I remember you were fucking livid. Mom came into school. She was crying. Um, she friends, was, I can't believe this is my fucking son. I'm like, and that, and that's what I. So that's why I was pointing at Julia earlier because I was like, I asked Julia. I was like, all right, let's say we have a kid one day. And he's he's stealing iPhones at school. Like what would and he got caught. Like what would you make him do? And I think your answer was like, no, like no, no. You make him give you twenty percent. No, no, no. Fucking Bonnie and Clyde. I'm not gonna let this come. No, she was like, she was like, she said, she said I would make him donate the money to charity, and then I would ask him, why are you doing this? And why do you want this money? And let's figure out other ways to help you make the same amount of money that are ethical. I love that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But surely there has to but, be some sort only- of punishment, right? And you may have moved a giant wood pile in the mud from the backyard to the front yard for no reason. No, actually, what I told Jake is, look, dude, you got a lot of opportunity in front of you. 
to to have a very good successful life. You have the opportunity to get a wrestling scholarship. You know how to work hard. I've taught you how to make money doing other things with the landscaping, the mulch moving, all this other shit. I said, so if you're going to go down this life of being a hood and being a thief, then you're, you're going to end up doing hard labor. And if that's a choice you want to go, if that's the way you want to go, that's fine. But I need to prepare you for you. As your dad, I need to prepare you. So I need you to move this pile of wood from the backyard to the front yard. And every time you're loading the firewood into the wheelbarrow and moving around, I need you to really realize that, hey, and guess what? There's nothing wrong with laborers. I have a friend of mine who's a laborer, and he freaking loves his job because guess what? He shows up at 7 in the morning. He does whatever he has to do, and he leaves, and he's done. He never thinks about it. He's always working. He's a hardworking dude. So I'm not diminishing the labor part of it because I think it's a, it's a great way to make money if that's your choice. I wanted Jake to be clear what it was going to be like. So as it turned out, <laughs> it was raining for two or three <laughs> days straight. So... Jake's taking this wheelbarrow with one wheel. Let, one, me, let me clarify because yeah. the two wheel wheelbarrows are so much easier. The one wheel ones, huh? It's a one wheel, one wheel wheelbarrow, and it's mud everywhere. Yeah. And I told Jake, and I go, and if you complain, I'm gonna have you dig a hole, <laughs> and then after you dig the hole, I'm gonna have you fucking fill it back in and keep moving. Bro, you look so Oof. depressed. I remember watching. I, I get done at school with my books and my A plus test, and I look at you. I'd be like, <laughs> so you you had ri- you yeah. at, at what? Wait, this is a great question. At what point did you write me off? <laughs> that 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 was it. That was it. Yeah. You were like, ah, oh, he's fucked. He's done. Yeah. So here's, yeah. here's no, bro, bro, up. bro, bro. When you started popping off on YouTube, it was the first time I was like, holy shit, Jake can actually do things. <laughs> Jake can actually do things, and like he's doing pretty well. Yeah. And uh, even now, like you, bro, you surprised me today. I said you guys are building this uh, this uh, red solo cup pyramid massive and you guys are being so meticulous and i told you i was like you guys are being really fucking meticulous about this i didn't i didn't i guess i I'd never seen you like do a production that does have some attention to detail involved but um yeah you you've always been a special kid your challenge was and maybe still will be allocating your energy and your talent and and your intelligence towards the right thing yeah 100 percent. well so let me finish this story about Jake moving the wood. So day two, he's pushing the wheelbarrow in the same rut that he's been pushing it for a day and a half. <laughs> so the rut's getting deeper and it's getting filled with water. And at one point, I look out the window and Jake is literally like this, <laughs> kneeling down and his head down. And I'm just looking at him out the window. I'm like, how long is he going to be there? <laughs> And he sat there for like three minutes. <laughs> and then he gets up and he just keeps moving. I was sitting there going, I wonder what he's thinking. <laughs> I wonder what's going on in his head, you know? And, but he did it and his friends were busting his balls. Cause I took pictures of the pile in the back and I took pictures of the pile in the front and, but he didn't complain. And I think it changed what he was going to do. Now you just said about Jake, here's the thing about Jake. <laughs> Jake, Jake, Jake's speed to market and his ability to see things, and I've told him this all the time, it's great. Where Jake has failed is he hires the wrong people. And in Hollywood, it's really hard to hire the right people. And here's advice for anybody who's up-and-coming YouTuber or making money in Hollywood. Stay away from business managers. They all fucking suck. They're thieves or cons. Do not hire a business manager. You don't need one, okay? 
You don't need a manager. You can do this stuff without it. Now, Logan <laughs> might disagree with that, but I can point to Jake for sure who's been ripped off by a manager. I know somebody else in this room who's been ripped off by a manager, and I can continue to name people who've been ripped off by a manager. What you need is a good attorney. You need a financial planner. And trust your fucking parents. Managers call parents dadagers or momagers. Dadagers. Yeah, and they're you know the, they're and, the worst. And here's, they're but wait, the worst. Here, here, no, no. Here's why they do that. Because guess what? If you're a manager and my son doesn't need you now, you don't have work. And I call managers scamagers because they're <laughs> scamming people all the time. Now, I'll say sense. this, and I've said this before. Personally, like if, if you go anywhere else in the world and you have a business. And a manager said, hey, you're producing $10 million a year in T-shirts. I'm going to help you run your business, and I want 10% of whatever you make. They'd laugh you out of the fucking... They'd be, Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They'd pay you a flat fee, 100 grand a year, 125, 130 grand a year, and that's what you would get. For me personally, I think the most valuable person on Logan's team is Danny. Facts. It's Danny. Because... Yeah, she way, she way sharp. Well, she, here's she, why. She's probably the sharpest. I've had the benefit of having an awesome admin person and they can take you to the next level and they're not caught up in the cloud. They're not caught up in the thing. And guess what else? If I'm getting paid based on what you make, is my, is my motive totally pure? Because I can tell you for sure, Jake had a manager who was signing up Jake for everything. I literally said, dude, you have Jake buying carnival junk. Yeah, you're talking about like a commission-based salary yeah. and then working Where you, harder his, to make His manager money. was yeah. getting a percentage. And Jake was Jake had all this stupid bullshit. I'll give you an example. These people sent, sent over. Jake was selling shit at Walmart. So they sent over this proof. And they're like, hey, we got the proof. It's ready to go. And I go, you guys sure you're ready for this proof? As everybody looked at it, they're like, yeah, we think it's awesome. It's going to sell a lot. We just need your approval. So I sent it back to him again. I said, I'm going to ask you guys again. Who, who looked at this thing? This is, no, long, it's, this is a long story. I know it's I, a long story, but it's important. Here, and here, I said, who looked at this thing? And they're like, oh, we all looked at it. Guess what? Jake's picture that was going to be sent off to Walmart waiting for my okay was him in a tuxedo with a zipper undone. Oh, you're, How I'm embarrassing. Also, also, you're always looking at Jake's dick. And that's whoa, how. Whoa. Yeah, what the fuck? It's a Dad? joke. <laughs> hey, it's man. a joke. I do those. Yeah. yeah. So the point being no, is, you, you pay attention to detail, and that's yeah. that's that's where you have come. Yeah. Be, so extremely valuable in both of our lives, especially anyway, in navigating Hollywood and shit. Yeah. And 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 guess what? At this age, 18, 19, 20 years old, we don't. You, God, you shouldn't know this shit. You don't know it. GP, I have a question for yeah. you. While uh, you still have the what's remaining of their attention as both your boys get on their cell phones, yeah. um, is there anything that you want to say to them from the bottom of your heart? Well, right I, tell them, I tell them all the time. Fucking say it. Yeah. I'm going to beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> no. Say it. Yo, you got frail. You think? Ever since I told you I'd give you $100,000. Which you scammed me out of, you rat bastard. What do you mean scammed you out? You didn't get a six-pack. I had a six-pack. No, you man. didn't. No, it's all right. It's all good. GP no, but ate ever like since one egg for two months to get a six-pack <laughs> before the Manchester day. fight. And uh, then I lost, he, he was jacked. Yeah. And then Logan was like, nah, not good enough. Yeah, I lost 76 pounds. No, you did not. How, how many did you really lose? I lost 37. Which is crazy. But then you got frail. I was watching an old vlog yeah. where you were, you were like scrapping around with Mike a little bit. You used to be brolic, bro. You used to be a, a meathead. Now I'm the meathead. Watch this. Dude, 
That's such a pansy ass bullshit. Did, I fucked wait, up. Hey, did you do all men one time on each finger? I tried. It was hard. Wait, oh, wait. I'll, I'll do it wait, right let's now. go. What? I, I know you will. That's where I got it from. Yeah. Let's go. Right. Let's go back to the story so, no. about you being frail and shit. No, no. So no, I understand you think I'm frail, but <laughs> you don't. You don't want to scrap with me. Nice, I mean, think dad. about it. right. But but well, he almost yeah, well, he almost to, was, he almost was, shot my friends once. Wait, well, that was your fault. Yeah. No, you said it was my friend's fault. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they broke the window. Jake yells, literally yells, "Dad, get your gun!" I and I'm like, and it scream sounded real. So I step out of the room, firearm drawn, ready to go. And I see. And it just fr- turned out. So it turns out it was my friends. <laughs> I see friendly faces. Well, bro, like oh. someone's breaking your window. Yeah. I'm grabbing the guns and it, too. And it was like midnight. Yeah, some it was. Shit, like. Yeah. Oh, and incidentally, before, prior to that though, there was a guy. Oh yeah, there was a drunk guy right. in the driveway just yelling like at me and for was, no reason. It was New Year's, uh, New Year's mm, Day. Set the stage. Armani up. was Armani was like told this guy to leave like three different times, and then all of a sudden window break. I'm in my room getting ready to go to bed. Jake yells, "Dad, get your gun." It was good timing though. Like you would have saved us for sure. Oh, it would have been bad news for those guys. Yeah. Right, so, so Mac, you actually had something important to say. I feel like maybe we should. Let it. Oh yeah. I was just wondering if there's anything that you want to say to your boys while we're live on air and, and for the most part, um, <laughs> just that you, well, you want them to know while they're well, paying attention. I, I tell them all the time. I love them and I'm proud of them. They, they're busting ass and, uh, you know, I'm always going to be there for them. They know that. And, uh, you know, it, as a parent, it truly is an unconditional love. And the thing is with my kids, I'll tell them, you fucked up. You know, don't give me a shit. I tell Logan, shut the fuck up, dude. You're not all that. You're not as smart as you think you are. You're not as good as you You do make mistakes. Yeah, but are you sure I'm not as smart as I think I am? I don't know. <laughs> they used to go back and forth on this <laughs> shit all the time. You might they, be. They literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know more in a couple of years. But I'm, the de- good, I'm definitely yeah. not as great as I think I am, but no. I, I, I really, I got a lot of faith in my intelligence. No, I understand that. And, and it's in, and guess what? <laughs> Having the confidence. Fake it till you make it, bro. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> not, and, and, and here's the problem today. So many people do fake it till they make it, you know, mm-hmm. out here, they're buying Lambos, they're doing all the shit that they don't even own. They're leasing everything. They're flat broke, you know? So, um, but you know, it's a confidence and, uh, and I still say this. You're going to be able to trust me over anybody you know. There's nobody in any of your camps that's more well-read that nobody in any of your camps can outsmart me. It doesn't happen. I've been in I've, I'm, I'm so... Mike's, Mike's got a pretty high IQ, man. Mike has a high Mike's IQ. a dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Mike has a high... Listen. Hey, here's... Here, all right, listen. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Let's go there. How, how no, like, no, why, no, it's not, like, why no, is he not sitting here? No, wait, hold on. No, because hold on. you're sitting there. There's no, there's but wait, no room. <laughs> but wait, oh, wait. I want to. Wait, well, I want to say something. Well, hold on. He's almost oh, wait. done. No, but listen, along those lines. Mike's the type of guy to like no, get put every- a ruler on his pillow. See how long he slept. Yes, I've read the comments. I get it. Wait, wait. Everyone, but- stop. 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 No. Stop. 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 It, I will not be Paul sandwiched. That's something I won't do. You don't know. We might decide. Something pissed me off in the recent vlog where he goes. I got the fucking one of the hottest girls in the fucking world, and I might have just reached a million subscribers today. I don't give a fuck about your video. He was joking. He, no, he, was he joking. wasn't. He was. He joking. wasn't. I saw, bro. Oh. I'm good at reading people. He there was like a joke in there, but he's not joking. No, okay. it was because it was because he was sour that I told him I didn't like his gift, and he didn't know if I was still pranking him or not. All right, but wait. Here, here's but it's hid- that is hidden. That comment is hidden in reality. Here's something, though, bro. And I, is- and the reason why I'm able to educate you on that is because I have made so many people famous from nothing who I saw go from like, 
I'll do anything. I'll like fucking like. Yeah, but Mike wasn't even. Mm. Mike wasn't even trying to get famous. It just kind of happened. Yeah, that's what everyone fucking disguises it as. Oh, I don't want to get. Oh no, everyone likes everyone likes clout, but also like exactly. One thing I don't will not do is is sit here and like. Have you guys talked shit about someone who's a good friend of mine who's not here? No, like, no, I, no. Ju- I just. I'm listen, not. Am look, I? Am I talking shit? <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> here, here's something. Though. And listen, I've everything that Mike and I have had very candid conversations from the yeah, very start. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah, but also and, this is that's what I'm saying. I tell him these same exact things to his face. No, I know, so, I know, I know. So, I know, so here's I know. what's happening. GP's the smartest in the room, and he, all he wants to do is tell you and you the honest things that he's seeing from his outside perspective on your lives. I sometimes like to hear what GPS to say. Sometimes I think you're. You're not always in the thing, so you're not seeing exactly right. what's happening. You're so you're the offering reason, a good opinion. You're the reason but it's direct. my delivery is bad sometimes. And I'm okay with that. I'm not. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. Well, like easy for, <laughs> easy for us Prime to example. say. Wait, delivery on right. what? Like uh, speaking like, to people. Like sometimes sometimes my delivery on uh tense topics tend to not be as uh you are GP is a yeah, hard, harsh, rugged man. Harsh. Like, like you know, this, you know the saying, "Treat others how you want to be treated." Yeah, I do that. Turns out, most people don't want to be treated like I want to be treated. Like, I like mm, I want to be told uh, direct. I want to be, people to be yeah. candid with me. I want to be told direct. If if something I'm doing is shit, yo, tell me. I will not get offended. I just I just won't. People but get offended. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So, so I think, I think maybe, I don't know. I, I maybe I could massage certain messages better, and because you're, you're like that. You're, I got it from you. Yeah, in, in, you, you know what? Here's the thing, especially in L.A. Because L.A. truly is an armpit of business, in my opinion. People <laughs> are fucking scumbags here. Most of them are cons and lies. Now, with me, I can read people really well. And here's what happened: like when I came in, and I was helping out Jake. All the people that are sleazebags. They don't like me. They didn't like me because guess what? I called them out on their shit. Now, I can show you my phone. I got a list of 300 people that are, and everybody I've met in LA, I put an LA next to it. All the people I met on my own accord that knew what I was doing, they like me, they respect me, they appreciate me. And you know how many of them say, dude, I love that you're just candid. I love your straightforward. I love that I don't have to figure out how to read between the lines and, and what it actually means. Mm-hmm. And guess what? With both you guys, man, when you're in your 30s, your conversations with people are going to be so fucking cut and dry. It's going to be unbelievable because you keep, you're going to find it's not worth wasting your time. Wait, I, I say this a lot. Like my as I get older, my bucket of fucks is becoming more and more empty. Like I'm simply yeah. running out of of fucks to give, and I, yeah. I have and this conversation. Time to waste. I have this conversation with mm-hmm. Evan, like. Dude, I'm super particular where I'm willing to allocate energy, emotional energy, physical energy. Like if I'm not invested in or I don't believe it's like warranted to stress me out, I won't. Why? Why? Why torment my brain over that? The last podcast, here's an example. The last podcast, I was running, I was running late for the doctor's call, Dr. Nasiri. And I was stressing, dude, because I I had gone off-roading and I I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. And I was, then I, I realized I am, I'm, I'm racking my brain because I may be late for a podcast that we can do whenever we want. Mm. All I have to do is tell this doc like, yo, we have to reschedule or it's not going to happen. And the moment I stopped worrying it, the moment that I submitted to life and just like accepted the fate of the reality of the situation, I became so much uh, uh, less stressed. And 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 uh, I think living your life that way and it's the way I live my life is part of the reason I'm able to maintain such a constant through line of happiness. Don't sweat the small things. Be, yeah, precisely. And and it's all small things. You had a book. You had yeah. a book. What's it called? It's, I think it's called Don't Sweat the Small Things and It's All Small Things. Right. Don't sweat small stuff and it's all small stuff. 
and it's true. And here's everything. And Mac, I'll understand this because he's been in this arena with you guys. But I go home, and even people who have been close to me that aren't here, and you try to tell them what's going on, they can't even begin to wrap their arms around it. You guys are making money doing things that people that are twice your age. You guys doing. You guys have done more shit in a year than I've done in my entire adult well, just, life. Well, just because it doesn't make any sense. Like, what the fuck? What is well, this? Where, where are we? Are we in a garage? Fantasy that's a pop- shit. Well, and, and here's the thing. Know. You come out here at 18 years old, and all these bloodsuckers are telling you, you can do it on your own, you can do it on your own. And they're telling you, you know, I've heard it from managers. You know, you have this thing that I don't have, but let me guide you through this. It's all fucking cons, and you want to believe it. And you get wrapped up in it. And... You know, like I said on Jake's surprise birthday party, someone was bitching about him. I said, hey, how many times has somebody um, from Make-A-Wish had your son or daughter as their last wish? And the guy goes, what do you mean? I go, how many times has somebody from Make-A-Wish where a kid is dying, their last wish was to spend a day with one of your sons? Mm-hmm. He goes, it's never happened. I go, well, guess what? It's happened like five times with Jake, three or four with Logan. Mm-hmm. I said, some of those kids have passed on. I said, do you know what an honor it is that another kid wants to spend their dying days with my sons, I said, there. I'm, I'm literally getting goosebumps right now from it because mm-hmm. how special is that? Mm-hmm. How special is that? And that's huge. So, you know, the haters want to hate, but man, they're the masturbators also... Masturbators want to masturbate. They're also doing so much good. Jake got in his fucking Tacoma, bought two sea when the, when Texas was flooded, and drove 24 hours with, with a couple other people. He says, hey, let's go to Walmart. I've always admired him for that. His, right. um, his you, you, you do good, a really good job of giving back. And you did it before you were even vlogging. You'd always do like the Thanksgiving thing, go, yeah. go help people do X, Y, Z. Uh, and I, I thought that was, even like knowing you and like the, the, the high school you that stole iPhones and stuff, I, I was always impressed by that and surprised that you were such a, uh, uh, like I don't, where's that? Come I just from? have like a soft side. I, maybe it's from mom. Is that I true? Is that true, Julian? Side. Does he have a soft side do, that he doesn't show me? Well, the Thanksgiving <laughs> thing, though. Yeah, what about all the Thanksgiving, Christmas turkeys? And what, I just texted. Yeah. What? What? I just. I'm sitting here texting her, saying your beauty is fucking incredible. I'm texting. Oh, that's a texting her right now. That's, that's I have a big soft side. Yeah, that's that's a that was a that was a special time to meet Jake. I think when you're when your man's in training camp, like that's like a, that's a raw version of you that I'm not sure a lot of people get to see. Yeah, no, but yeah. a lot of people need help in the world. And that's I I just I enjoy it so much, and it gives me a ton of satisfaction, and just seeing the joy on their face when you're when you're helping them. Like it, there's, there's really nothing like it, especially he, 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 when I was doing the hurricane stuff, we filmed, you know, maybe 40% of it, but there was times at night where we'd be out there for like four hours, just not filming it. It was too dark to even film. Mm-hmm. And we already like had content and such. And you would just be helping people. Like even if someone just needed a ride on a jet ski, for like two miles away, their house was underwater two miles away and they're their grandma had some certain medication that they couldn't have gotten, but she needs to take it. Otherwise she's going to die. Insulin. Like you literally are saving people's lives just randomly. And they're so thankful. Like oh. I had people like being like, uh, like, like wanting to take my phone number down to like be able to like repay me one day. And I'll just be like, no, don't even worry about yeah. it. Yeah. Here's the other thing. When, when you were, when you guys were at 1600 vine, kids could wait outside because they knew where you were. 
That's why I got kicked out, though. Yeah. And, but, you know, here's the thing. That's, I, why, I, that's why I got in so many controversies. I remember, but, you know, I'm, I'm, walking, I'm walking outside and, and this 17, 18-year-old girl comes up and she just literally wraps her arms around me. She goes, I got to tell you, Vlog Dad. Vlog Jake, Dad. Jake saved, oh. Jake saved my life. If it wasn't for Jake, I came home. I had written a note. I fluffed my pillow. I set up my room the way I was going to leave it for my mom because I was going to take my own life. And I started watching YouTube and I saw Jake and I started laughing. She goes, and I spent four hours watching your son and I never laughed so hard. And she goes, wow. and my mom never got the note. Wow. Like those, those, those are the moments. Those are the big that ones. That is yeah. huge. The so first for time me, I, yeah, the first time I heard like, something like that, like that's, that's how you know this shit is more than just po pointing and shooting and editing a video. Right. It, 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 this, this hits some people deep, dude. Yeah. And as a parent, man, that's just so cool. Mm -hmm. And, and that's happened. A shit ton it's of times. It's definitely not a traditional accolade for your, your children to collect. No. Those, not that they're collecting these moments, but. Right. Those moments make you extremely proud. When I lost against KSI, did you hate me? Fuck no. But were you disappointed? Of course. <laughs> He's honest. Sorry. Well, He's honest. Well, first of all, look. What were you more disappointed? Were you disappointed in the way I fought or, or the call or like just me? Well, no. You, and, uh, and, and hitting him in, in the back. Here, of the here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back it up. Shannon Briggs, I think, is a great guy. I told you from the start he wasn't the right coach for you because he didn't have enough coaching experience. I think Shannon Briggs is a fucking beast of a fighter. I've spent time with him, just he and I. I think he's a great dude. Mm -hmm. I think he has a big heart. And guess what? That dude will protect you or he'll rip off your head and kill you in no time flat. Sometimes you don't know which one it's going to be. You don't know. This. <laughs> and, but I, that's kind of what I like about Shannon is he's edgy and he'll look you in the eyes. And if, and if that dude sees your eye twitch, you're fucked. And I like that because I like that warrior mentality. In him. Yeah. But as a coach, Yo, I heard he's going to do uh, bare knuckle fighting. I saw oh, an article, dude. Valor. <laughs> I want to know. Like, not not interested in dude, his fists are shit. like bricks. They're, They're this big. Huge. They're dude, this big. His, his Shannon fist, bricks. His yeah. his yeah. fist has a muscle on top of it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it and is, also and also he's broken like every single knuckle, so they're all three times harder than the average bone. Uh, I, I think his hand, each hand is huge, like this dude. big. He <laughs> he tried to put his hands in the mitts to, from when I was hitting them, and they never fit. Yeah, yeah I always hit the so, mitts off. <laughs> we go back to your fight, and and the, you know what drove me nuts is you weren't throwing your right. I'm like, where's this right? And then and you know what the two point deduction was bullshit. Everybody agreed. KSI knows he lost that fight. KSI knows he fought you again. He lose. Now why you never threw your right blew me away. Didn't know, but I have to tell you this: to see you guys in the ring. To see you fighting, like, you know, we we grew up watching MMA, watching that shit, watching boxing, all this stuff. And to see you guys in the ring and doing that and blood on your face, and <laughs> that's as a dad, man, that's that's the best because <laughs> you know, I'm that guy. Like, if if there's a brawl we're on the street and it's real, I'm probably gonna get there and be in somebody's face before you guys. And I I don't know what's gonna happen. But the upside is I'm a warrior. I don't give a fuck. It's and because you're you going that, at it. That gladiator spirit. You're into that primal shit. It, dude, guess what, man? You know what? We we Guys have lost their... Marbles. Well, you know what? I, I, I have a buddy of mine. I'm like, dude, ask your girlfriend for your balls back. Tell her to take them out of her purse <laughs> and, and see if you can go do something. He's like, I don't know, dude. But fuck you. You know what? Let men be men. Come back and... and, and you know what? Why is it that we can embrace women being ladies and women being 
feminine and sexy and pretty in a business. But when we're a man, a man and we're raw and we're fucking, no, fuck that. I'm not kowtowing to your beauty and all this bullshit. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to stand up for Because men are trash. I've seen no. it on TikTok. It's a trend. Well, you know what? <laughs> we're trash, Greg. Yeah. All men are dogs. Face it. We're dogs. Well, you, we, you give into the tail, but once you learn that the tail isn't the most powerful thing and you learn that the heart and the emotion means more than tail, now the tail doesn't mean much. Now it doesn't. Now, now there's no manipulation in there. Talk about erectile dysfunction. Don't know anything about it. Bro, well, that's good news for us. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Now, what? Don't you promote uh, some blue chip thing or something? If you love sex, you love bluechew.com. <laughs> bluechew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. At bluechew.com, you can get the first chewables with the active ingredients. So then I'll all feel it. So I can't. I, why do I even try? It's the same active ingredients in Viagra and Cialis. The chewables can work faster than normal pills. The chewables can be taken on a full or empty stomach, and it only takes a few minutes to connect with a bluechew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed. Online quickly. They're made in the USA. They give you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. I love saying this. Chew it and do it. Go to bluechew.com and get your first first order free when you use the promo code Logan. Just pay $5 shipping. B-L-U-E chew.com. Promo code Logan. Wow, what a great segue. That we didn't even plan that. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Rolled right it's pretty in. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So so when Jake won, was it was that like a uh, a moment like that's my favorite son? Because <laughs> after y'all hugged. I heard what you said. I heard what you said. You brought back the family name. <laughs> oh, no. No, that was your thing. You kept saying it. You know, look. I did not say that once. I could give a... F- yeah. yeah. What do you mean brought back the family yeah. name? We, well, there's no bringing back needed. Right. <laughs> look. I mean, but we just... It was a series of L's and you did... I mean, that... I mean, what? Uh, fuck you. Why? Dude, you didn't, you didn't throw your right. That's... I'm like, I mean, for how long did I bust your chops afterwards? I, 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 it was probably like the next day I see him and I, and I take something and I throw it to his right hand and he, and he caught it. And I'm like, all right, so I know it works. So what the fuck happened to him in a fight? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> the immediate day after know. roast. Yo, cause this is, this is, I got, yeah. I got Peter, I got Peter and Sniper, dude. Yeah. Sniper's the, the jab, right? The jab, the jab's quick, but I didn't get to un- unleash Peter putting everyone to eternal rest. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So, well, yeah, it was good. Either way, guess what, man? You, um, you guys still have not come into your peak of where you're going to be. And Jake's learning curve in business has been so huge in the last year. It's unbelievable. And part of the reason is, is because he got fucked so hard. If people really knew how hard Jake got fucked by business people in Hollywood, are you are you keeping track of it by the way? Because it's in, it is insane, bro. I get and, the calls from mom and dad. I'm just like, bro. I have to tell them. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't want to. Jake's problems are not my problems, and I'm getting stressed out by just listening to them. And yeah, it, it, that's where I've kind of learned. Like, don't sweat the small stuff, and it's all small stuff. I think I'm now in. I think I was at seven lawsuits. I'm down to five. Congrats. And and <laughs> and that's and. that's not talking about like the business people who have fucked me. And That's just the lawsuits. Well, so if you have five left. Well, wait, here, here, here's another example. F- <laughs> here, here, here's, here's another example. So YouTube says, you know, Jake makes 20 million. Logan makes 22 million somewhat. And by the way, those numbers weren't right. They're not accurate. And I said, you guys, you need to put something out saying you didn't make that kind of money because it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Some of the people on the team were promoting it like they made that money because they were behind them. And then guess what happens? Jake's in a lawsuit, and guess what the fucking attorney sends over? 
all the shit from YouTube and all the stuff that other team members had posted about how much money he made. So the fucking lies and bullshit. Yeah, Forbes is hella inaccurate. Right. So the lies and bullshit. How they get those number tax tax uh, stuff we had to fight. Because it's public. It's not public. No. I think I think I think your tax returns are public. Yeah. I don't think so. Here's what they're doing. They're not. They're not. How are they getting those numbers? They, They. Pull them out of their ass. Well, they, they, they bro, because because I remember I, the one was spot on. Yeah, I remember the there was one year that was spot on, and then there was one year that was completely off. And then there yeah. was another year that was yeah. like kind of close. It's just like random. But then I'll be looking at some of the numbers that they say for like other random like YouTubers and such, and I'm just like, this is not true. Yeah. Like, and, and, this yeah, is yeah, even yeah. not this, close to being true. And this is the part where you guys are going to be able to have a greater impact on bigger on, on other people with business. Because for example. The amount of fucker you've gone through, the shit is unbelievable. But here, here's another one. You've been swatted how many times, Jake? Three, four, five? Probably how many times? Four or five. You've been swatted. And for those of you who don't know, it's when when somebody calls the cops and says something bad is happening in the house, and literally the police show up, sheriff show up, guns drawn, coming in your house, saying, we hear you're holding somebody hostage. It actually happened to me. Pointing guns yeah, at you. Yeah, no, no warrant needed. You get on the ground. Yeah. You're There's like six seized. people pointing AR-15s at you. It's horrific, and somebody could die. Uh, you, you, there is a very hefty uh, prison uh, term for that. Like right. I think it's two to three years in prison. Point being is I've shared this with other parents, and they're literally like, are you kidding me? That's happened more than once. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how are your kids putting up with it? How do you handle it? And I'm like, welcome to their life. Yeah, the, the, Falk, the Falk's hoax, hoax charge carries a maximum punishment of life in federal prison, while other charges can carry sentences of up to 20 years. There was a kid recently who just got caught for it. Like, if, if slash, by the way, when, because all these fucking kids always get caught, sometimes it takes two to three years. Yeah. They're, they are fucked. Like, yeah. yo. Bro, they arrested my dog in this. <laughs> like, they put yeah. Thor in the back of a cop car. No. Yeah. Right. I, I was in Yo, one. you know why that's scary? When we yeah. got swatted, Evan, we, Evan and I were at a, a hockey yeah, game. Yeah, they might shoot the he dogs. He started freaking out because yeah. uh, Ray is a pit bull. And, like, you know, cops with pit Like, who knows? Right. Who knows what, how a pit bull's going to react to a stranger pointing a gun? Like, and and with the life that you guys live of busting chops and busting balls, somebody can show up and you're thinking it's you think a buddy it's a doing something. Prank. Yeah, it's you a, think it's, it's a prank. Horrifying. And you know to to, to, <laughs> to think that we've had these conversations where you listen, don't ever do a prank where you're dying. Mm. You know, don't ever do a prank where where it could seriously make us you know think, oh shit, I just lost my son. Who has those conversations? Not a lot of people, that's for sure. Right. This is a you know? very strange family business. Into that, I'd like to cheers Greg Paul. Hey, cheers to you, Mac, for always being there. Yeah. Cheers to my boys for who are sober right now. Sober cheers. And- cheers. Cheers. What are we drinking? Nice little whiskey. Okay. Must be nice. I love a glass of whiskey. You guys know my rule. I don't drink in LA. Been good on it so far. Wanted to break a couple times, but I haven't yet. Next time we go to the ranch, we'll, we'll do a, a shot of whiskey. Yeah. I, I want to ask you, we've been going forever, and I, real, oh, I realize... Are taking too long? I, no, no, no. I realize like 15 actually, minutes... Are we recording right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like this. Prank. You just got pranked. <laughs> 15 minutes in, I was like, out of all the guests we've ever had, there's definitely even more to unpack with you than anyone, so there's no even attempt. But I do want to ask you, because I've brought this up, and we've talked about it. Every time you call me, I'm afraid it's going to be the Logan, I'm dying call because you're alone at the ranch. And ever since you had the heart attack that you drove yourself to the hospital for, why did you do that? Why did you call the ambulance when you were having the heart attack? Well, I called 911 because that's what you're supposed to do. What did it feel like? So um, I felt like I had heartburn at like 8.45, ate a couple of times. And and around 9, 9, 9.15, 
my whole body broke out in a sweat. My forearms were sweating. My shins were sweating. And I had read somewhere in WebMD that if, if you break out in a hot sweat, it could be a sign of a heart attack. Yeesh. And all of a sudden, I started getting short of breath. So I called 911. And in my head, I go, wait a minute. Somebody just drove off the road and took out of my mailbox. I put in a new mailbox, but I didn't have address numbers. You know where we live? UPS trucks sometimes don't pull in because there's two trees on either side of the driveway. So I'm like, I don't have address numbers. Ambulance might not pull in the driveway. Fuck it. I'm driving myself to the hospital. So I literally get in my car and I'm driving and the lady in 911, she's like, sir, don't drive. I'm like, I'm fucking driving. She's like, pull over. <laughs> you know, it's 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 for the safety of you and everybody else and all shit. And I'm Fuck coming everyone up, else. I'm coming up the biggest intersection <laughs> in, in Westlake, which is like, I think six lanes either way. And I have a red light and I'm literally fucking bobbing. I'm dropping down. Oh my God. I'm driving and I'm dropping down because I'm short of breath. Dying. And I said, and I said to the lady, I go, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die trying to save my life. Fucking pull up to the ambulance and these dudes are loading shit up. And I go, hey man, I'm Greg Paul. I'm over at Bradley Road. I think you're coming to get me. And the dude's like, holy shit. They got a wheel, he pulls out a wheelchair, sits down. They take me in and they're like doing all this shit. And they're like, we think you're having a heart attack. And you know, are you doing any drugs? I'm no, I'm clean. I'm nothing. Blah blah blah. And uh, and Pam happened to be in L.A. And you were in, I think you were in France. Were you somewhere else? Yeah, I was not here. Yeah. So and it was, it was nine fifteen. So it was six six fifteen. I said, call call Pam, my ex wife. Got to let the phone ring three times because she's not up. Nurse calls and she goes, "There's no answer." I go. Did you call back three times? She goes, no, only twice. I go, you need to do it again right now. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in life is when I tell someone to do something and they like don't follow yeah. the instructions. Yeah. I so, hate it. So, um, and they're they're like, the woman, one nurse goes, uh, sir, you need to take off your pants. I take off my pants. She goes, you need to take your, your box of briefs off. And I and I look right at her and I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> I look right at her and I go, you don't know me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck ass. Fuck <laughs> 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 I take him off and she's wheeling me away and I go, if I don't make it, tell my boys I love them. So then I make it and she comes in, she goes, you know, you had the widow maker, like five to 8% of people live. Wow. And when you told me to tell your boys what you said, she goes, people generally know. She goes, I didn't think you were going to make it. I'm glad to see you alive. And then three different nurses came in. They go, I want to see what somebody looks like that survived the widow maker. <laughs> Oh my God! It's yeah. this guy right here. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That deserves a round of applause. Come on, GT. You know, that this man beat death. That's well, actually crazy. And a lot of people do beat death. The thing is this: in my mind, I literally said, "Fuck this! I am not waiting for this to take place." Didn't they say if you didn't, uh, if you hadn't driven yourself, you would have probably passed? The doctor told me, "He goes, look, if if you didn't do what you did, you wouldn't be talking right now. You'd be dead." Mm. He goes, Damn. "You would not have made it." And I'm like, maybe that's a maybe there's a public service announcement to people if they're getting a heart attack. Like, if if the better option is to drive, like drive. Well, also, just like the macro lesson is like, yo, take take life into your own hands. Well, here's the thing: this is about learning as as humans. We've been trained to suppress our instinct and what our natural feeling so is. True. And, so true. So true. And and I. There's been seven times in my life where I went against what my gut instinct said, and I regretted every one of them. And and every time when I followed it, I'm glad. And we as society 
suppress it. And if you if you talk to people who have talked to rape victims and people who have been abducted, so often you hear that person say, I had a feeling. I thought something was off. And they don't trust it. And well, here, because, it, I mean, it's like, it's scary to say you're a, a woman or anyone just being followed in an alley and there's someone who you think might be following you. It's, it's, you don't want to be that person who goes, hey, what the fuck are you doing following? And this person's like, well, I'm just walking down the alley. No, like, no one wants to take I've, that risk, I've, but take that fucking risk, yeah, dude. I've, I've, uh, the, the way to summarize that, and I've heard it in like self defense classes and stuff, is it's called be rude. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. You know what? Change the direction you're walking. Yell fire, pee your pants, do whatever the fuck what you need you, to. What did you say not just then? Why pee your pants? Because <laughs> if, if, if you're acting really scared. This one's weird. It's weird, but guess what? A person who's abducting, even though they're fucked in the head, they see somebody peeing their pants, it kind of, cause it, it kind of throws them off. Hey, man. And it buys you time. Hey, man. I don't know about that one. You don't need to know about it. Trust me. It's an option. The thing is this. <laughs> we don't... People, I believe... GP's a survival expert, man. You should listen to this guy. You, 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 we have to learn to trust our instincts. He's like, if your plane's going down, and quickly, pee your, your pants. pants. Hey, the plane will float. <laughs> you know what? In your pants. Look, I, I'm the dude that if the plane's going down, I, I really think I'm going to survive. That's just my attitude. I love it. Go, yeah. to, the, go to the back. Head I to the agree back. with that. You know what? Uh, Terrorist is on, on my plane. As soon as he walks by me, I'm jumping on his ass, and guess what? If he's strapped with a bomb, we might blow up the whole fucking plane, but he did it with me on his ass. That's, that's what, that's what, that's, no, that's, that's not, uh, wait, wait, that's what, that's a better way to go than sitting in my seat. I fucked the terrorist in the ass. No, <laughs> the, that's, that's what happened with, uh, the, there was, there, for, on 9-11. What was that plane? There the was, was two planes. The Pentagon. Yeah, there was one that was supposed to hit the Pentagon, but the, the people on board, like, fought the terrorists and then saved a bunch of other people's that, lives. That actually story, story reminds yeah. me of you, actually. Yeah. So, you know, I say, hey, you know what? Go back to trusting your instincts and allow allow yourself to feel that because guess what let's say your girlfriend's walking down the alley and she yells fire or she turns around and says hey back away you're in my space and then the guy goes i live right there okay cool what happened no big deal right right does it matter and and i learned this from jake i remember the first time when when um something happened in in Pam and I, our shit, got, our emails got fucking flooded. And also with Logan, with, with the China thing. And you literally said, dude. It was actually Japan. Japan, yeah. You literally said, you're like, dude, in four days, it's not going to matter. In four days, the haters are going to chill out, let it go. But guess what? Our society is, it hit us now and it has impact. Let it go. If you're in an alley and you turn around on somebody, who cares in 20 minutes? Yeah, no, If yeah. you made a mistake, who cares? You know, so I don't know. Bottom line is, I love you guys. I love that Max around. Um, I it's to find hometown true friends. Yeah, it's crazy. It's hard. And and Jake's gone through this. Yeah. Chance and Anthony came out. I'm like, you guys, you're just living off Jake, and you handed them everything. You gave them every opportunity. Are y'all guess, good? Are y'all good? Or what's good? Yeah, we're, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. But guess what? They didn't work hard. I mean, bro, this place is fucking, this city eats people alive. Like, if, it's you, hard. if, if you ain't it, member, yeah. it will eat you alive and, and spit, spit you, you out. Fuck out. And guess what? When we first came out here, what was your motto? Jake, your motto was? You gotta want it. 
and hard work beats talent. Beats talent. Beats talent. And Logan was no talent beats hard work. He's he's right. It turns but out Logan's Logan's switch gears are switched. Turns mm-hmm. out he's right. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. 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 So anyway, um, I think that's I think that's good. That's a, that thank you for watching way. Impulsive, the number one <laughs> podcast in, in the world. Wow. Let's see where I get it from. And uh, we appreciate the support. Subscribe, subscribe. And subscribe. Yep, nice. Hit the uh, bell. Yep, notifications. Wow. Notifications. Don't forget about the masks. The and uh, follow Vlog Dad, Greg Paul 63 on Instagram. They don't even vlog anymore. Oh, you make Instagram. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm certain. Yeah. His Instagram is great. Yeah, yeah guys, yeah. thank you. Uh, that was awesome. Dad, thank you. You know, I hey, love you. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was dope, man. That was good. a really good episode. Jake, thank you for spending your time with us. I know 100%. you and Julie are about to go on your honeymoon or something like that. Mac, you're, you're great as always. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. I'll, I'll see you. Do what I can. Free masks, maverickclothing.com. Guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, we're wishing you the best of luck during these hard times during quarantine. Bye. Peace out. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for every.